17. Is it 17? Yeah, last week was 16, 17. I believe. And we're back from quarantine. Well, not Episode really. 17. We still in quarantine. We still technically. No, not, not Wakanda. Not us. The rest of the world, nigga. Look, this nigga said Wakanda. Six months is long enough. Who's we got a cloak I'm over Atlanta. I'm going to go ahead and say that it's over. We in the bubble. It's a cloak over yeah. Atlanta, nigga. The black people in Atlanta, anyway. Yeah. You don't catch corona down here. You got the bubble. I don't know what the fuck's going on. But he goes to show you the power of melanin. That's a fact. Melanin, man. Nah, let's not spread false information. That ain't false. It's real life. If you got they melanin said, in your skin, said, you can't catch corona. I, that's, I, that's I, a I ain't going to say all that. That's a fact. But, <laughs> that's a fact. But there are benefits to having melanin. Do- Dr. Falsy said it. The White Fauci. House it. Fauci. Fauci oh. said it. I don't believe nothing that nigga said. Dr. Falsy. He's telling the truth. Fauci said it. Fauci said you can't fucking... Sir Fawcett said you can't catch corona if you got melanin in your skin. He lied. <laughs> He, he ain't lying. I'm There's so much shit. Did y'all hear? Yeah, yeah. Um, Trump was saying something about they released some type of recording of Trump saying he knew how bad it was in January. Yeah, I believe that. They've I been know. knew how shit fucked up this but shit the, was since like again, November. That's how politicians are though. They not they don't want to arouse the pub- public. Like you don't want to rile the public up. So yeah. even when you know shit, like they can know that there's a meteor about to hit Earth. They're not gonna they, tell us. They're gonna tell they you. Okay. Gonna let it okay. hit they're gonna tell you a week before it comes. Right. But okay. But even if you know, at least do precautions. Now, meteor is different, obviously. But at least take precautions so that you know Donald shit Trump be better. Because if we would have took care of this in January, it's fucking. Donald September. Trump is about risk. Damn. But, but took care of how? Like, what are you gonna do to take what care? What he would have. He would have shut. He could have shut the city down earlier. He could have made, made sure everybody. Would, we could have took the protocol sooner, so we would have. To, so we wouldn't have to nah, be man, here six months later. This good for politics. It's good for him and his, yeah. and his campaign. No, that way you can move Cause, mailboxes. Because in front of everybody else, he's saying, "Oh, it's just a common flu. We ain't got nothing to worry about." Hydroxychloroquine. Now it's like, oh, you knew all about this and how bad it was, and now you ain't telling nobody. You ain't telling nobody. Hydroxy cap. That's like that shit's fucked up, but. It's also you can move the mailbox. You said hydroxy cut? Hydroxychloroquine. That nigga used to sell that shit in the middle of the night on GNC. Hydroxy cut. That shit on GNC. But I miss y'all folks though. I miss talking to y'all. I miss you too, man. Yeah, it was fun. All this damn shit. We thought we thought we was in a clear. Niggas ain't know, man. We ain't know like you was going through what you was going through. We ain't know how we was gonna bail you out or whatnot. I'm going through shit. What you talking about? Good thing you beat that charge, man. We ready to pull up to the courthouse and all that. Right. I'm so happy you I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? We was there. We was there. I don't even like court. I remember. But I would have came. Niggas did. Whatever. I was not in fucking jail. No, nigga, you was in a pen. Nigga, jail and penitentiary is different. That's different places. I know. You know what I mean? But just going forward. I'm a law-abiding citizen. I know. Just going forward. Don't beat up people's kids in Walmart. Yeah, 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 yeah. These niggas need to wear their fucking mask in Walmart. How about that? Bell, bell money. Back. Oh, matter of fact, speaking of, I literally, okay, the other day I went into Aldi and I forgot to wear my mask. It's an Aldi down here? Yeah. Where? Um, it's a few, bro. It's one right by you on um, Spalding? Yeah. Oh, I love that. Shit, I love the Aldi. Love right Aldi. next to, um, mm-hmm. right next to, uh, what's that, what's that gym called? LA Fitness? Oh shit! And, uh, oh, Buffalo yeah, Wild Wings. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, Peachtree Corners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 By the uh, uh, what's that? Wi-Fi Burger. Yeah, yeah. Burger Five. Yeah, I like that. Oh, they got some good burgers over there. But anyways, I Probably accidentally walked hand. into a damn Aldi's without a mask on. I was on the phone and stuff, and I and people were looking at me crazy, and I couldn't understand why everybody was looking at me crazy. And they it was all had me. Masks and everybody else had masks on, but it was another white guy in there who looked like a. A white supremacist mm. who didn't have a mask on as well. It's so now I look like I'm on his side and I'm a Trump supporter. And shit, I ran out of there like. Yeah. 
Listen, my mask. I'm not on your side. You alright, man. I ain't wore a mask in oh. I don't know when. You know what I'm saying? I ain't copy that. Last nigga. Y'all have not oh my god, no, I'm no, there, right I, in between these I, niggas. No, like I, hold on, wait. Hold on. What I you wear. think going on? These niggas talking about these I do wear I do wear I wore to the dentist and I go to the grocery store in a mask. But I don't go to work in a mask. Fuck no. I'm outside all day. Yeah. This nigga don't wear a mask. Nigga, I went to the strip club. Like I told you last night, oh, nah. I went to the strip club. I was in the strip club with the mask on. And I had the mask on, <laughs> and I could smell everything in the club. So therefore, oh. I was like, this mask ain't doing nothing. How the fuck are you with the mask on? You yes, can I can smell everything. So I'm like, this shit ain't protecting me from nothing. I got photo this evidence. nigga is in my face talking and shit and not wearing a mask, and I'm starting to feel a little something in my throat. Shit, this fix it. This fix it. I'm starting to feel a little something. Take a shot. Uh, take, a said, take a shot of lights Take a shot of lights off. Trump said, "Drink the bleach." Man, you can't wear no mask. Man, nah, shit, if you ain't get sick now, shit. I wear that shit, bro. That's what I'm saying. It's been six months. You know what I'm like, it's been six months even, and I ain't had a sick even day. Even damn, yeah. like I said, I fucking wore the shit. We went to the club. I wore the shit, and I felt like shit even with the goddamn shit on. Really. It don't do nothing, man. Y'all, it's hype and propaganda, yo. That's all that it shit is. It does make me feel better. They're hyping propaganda. But they say it's not for the protection of you. It's for the protection of others. Mm. So your shit don't get out on them. Oh, that's what they say? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm putting my shit everywhere then if I got it. <laughs> Fuck them. You ain't shit. Asshole. All these people with their grandparents and shit at the house. That's the problem. That's the problem with face. That's the problem with fucking America. Fuck y'all, man. I wear Listen. my mask every chance I get. And I almost, as soon as I come to the concert, I was about to be like, oh, I forgot my mask. But then hey, I forgot I was coming in. I just feel like a nigga knocking on my door with his mask on. You ain't coming in here because I feel like. What? You feel like. <laughs> That you in an unsafe place, so you shouldn't be here. Y'all right? niggas talking about y'all don't wear masks, oh yeah. Oh, I, wear masks. I feel like wearing a mask is me saying front door and somebody's house. Uh, I shouldn't be here. Then. But you yeah. could have it though, and you know it's respect. Don't it's don't come here. That's, that's what I'm nah, saying. Right. Nah, I feel like wearing a mask is me saying that I believe in the hype, and I don't believe the hype. I don't believe a lot of shit. I can't. It just, I just do it so I can get in the goddamn grocery store and get what I need. A lot of people getting sick. A lot of people I be people been getting sick before that. This but is the thing. We seen people stuff. get sick. How you know they got corona? How uh, many people you been in a room with saying, oh my God, I'm dying right now from corona? I was on a plane and somebody was getting down and I was like... But you don't know it's from corona. I've been on planes before true. and people be coughing their fucking lungs out. Smokers, dudes. drinkers. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I see it all the time. So, to me, you coughing is no different than if you was coughing before March. All of a sudden, since March, now everybody, if you sick, is this it's one corona. thing. It's not a, like, it could be a Allergies still exist, motherfuckers. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's true. My eyes itch sometimes. I might sneeze or get mucus or whatever. Like, fuck, it's, a, it's a lot of fear in this. And that's, that's what all the it problem, is. That's what it is. Yeah. It is. It's, it's, it should be all But you just mindset. never know. Like, I don't hate to, you know, be the reason somebody else gets sick. So that's how I feel. Shit. But, I but feel would like you hate person. that when, when before Corona... And you have a cold and you go to work. Did you hate the fact that you could pass a cold around? I mean, a cold is different than coronavirus. Is it? Yeah. People die from the cold like they die from corona. Yeah, that's true. It can escalate. And if you look at the numbers, there's more people dying from cancer and flu and other shit, suicide and fucking diabetes and all yeah, this shit. Police killed more black people than corona did. So, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You don't know that. So, I'm just saying, it's, it's not that she, high up on the, on the death not. toll. Yeah. It is okay, even if it's making niggas sick and ain't that high up on the death toll. It's true. That's niggas, true. when Mad Cow was out, niggas still was eating burgers. 
when bird flu was out, niggas wasn't running from pigeons. Was uh, were those diseases that serious? Well, we yeah, I mean, we yeah. didn't they know this pandemic. Serious. They were saying it was serious. I don't know. I remember that when Zika was out, niggas was like, oh, Zika. Swine and flu. Swine flu, Zika, mad cow disease, fucking bird right. flu, fucking uh, anthrax. SARS, anthrax. Right. Niggas was scared to check the mailbox when anthrax was out. Like, oh, you check the mailbox, you're going to get powder, you're going to die. Like, I mean, bro, at the end of the day, I feel like in my my belief is shit be predetermined. What's supposed to happen, going to happen. Mm. You know what I mean? So... If you Go supposed ahead, to die, that good word, touch. Yeah, you know what I mean if you were supposed to die from this, that's what was gonna happen regardless. Like it's just yeah, sure. it's gonna be what it's gonna be. Like People that's your time. And what's not meant to kill you won't kill you. It might kill somebody else, but it might not. It won't kill you if it's not meant to. You know what yeah. I mean your story is your story. So that's why I, I can't approach. Anyway. I can't approach life with the same fear that other people approach theirs with. Yeah. You know it's so, I mean? Speaking of death, it's so much death going on. I'm starting to be like, hey, shit. It all, if, as much stress as it is on the earth, it's like. You know, I ain't saying yeah. I want to die, yeah. Yeah. but mm-hmm. it ain't that scary no more. Nah, I mean, I've been yeah. scary for real. Death has always been it's scary. A, it's, it's not even a, the fact that you're going to die. It's just you don't know when. I think I don't think death is necessarily scary. Yeah. I think people, human beings have a complex when it comes to separation mm. and yeah. and things just that the they unknown. cannot and control. They, yeah. yeah. So that's, that's the some, scariest that's part. If we knew for that. a fact, like if you can pull up on a computer what's With happening they, on the other side yeah. of death like all right you know if you died you go here or you go there if you know for a fact i think that's what people you know what i mean yeah. feel but I, people that are really devote you know Ooh, devout religious make a show folks, like that wouldn't it be cool? well, i think they did something like that on um like black mirror or something i don't know i don't like know i just started up. watching black mirror last night Ooh, black mirror black mirror the first shit. season i just started from scratch from the beginning black mirror that shit real yeah no, it was gay as fuck but anyway it was gay oh yeah, which so, one you talking about <laughs> Um, I just started the at the beginning guys. and these niggas is fucking on the video game. I'm like, this shit is good. Oh, yeah. I'm good. It's yeah. other ones on there that are much better. It's like, um, I'm good. what's the name of that show? Um, American Horror Story. No. What? Twilight Zone. It's like, like that. that. Oh, yeah. Each episode is so yeah. good. Yeah. Twilight Zone yeah. go crazy. Though. It's good. I, ain't it's I used to watch the old Twilight Zone. But nah, nah, Twilight, Twilight Zone is good. Too. But what I was saying, what I'm saying is like, I feel like people, like if you, if you, if you talk to a person that's like, Overly or like devote religious or whatever, like if they really into their religion and their beliefs, those people don't necessarily be afraid of death. I feel like the people that are most afraid of death are the people that don't really have a belief when it comes to the afterlife. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, cause I, I I know like my grandfather, he wasn't like super religious, but he was religious enough based on how he was raised or whatnot. So when he was like, when he would get old, he was like, I'm old, I'm gonna die one day, and he would say that shit so nonchalantly, like it was like. You just like don't care if you die. You're like it's not that like it happens. Like this is what's supposed Can't to happen. About you know what I mean? It's the it's those who worship the planet, worship the world, worship whatever it is here. Mm. These worldly possessions, we're afraid to leave that. So then it's like, oh That's shit. True. Well, if I die, I won't have this no more. We so worried about what we won't have when we die. We don't know what we will have yeah. when we die. Amen. You get what I'm saying? We don't know. So you I know. think it's a, a lot of that is rooted in. That type of fear, that fear of the unknown, like yeah. especially with uh, religious, with religions, because it's like you have that type of religion that says God is going to do this certain thing for you, yeah. and you and you go out of that, uh-huh. you going out of that is the fear of God not doing this thing for you, right? Yeah. You know what exactly. I'm saying? So it is exactly. like, yeah, exactly. And they try to put that on even some people that don't believe in God, like a lot of people that might be atheists. I seen I was watching something I forget the lady's name but it was about this white lady who was supposed to be like the most famous atheist at the time back mm-hmm. in the seventies or whatever, 
it was on Netflix, and um, she uh, they was like her son was saying he believed in God, but her son was like, my mom only reason she doesn't believe in God is because she prayed for things and he didn't give them to her. Mm. So because he didn't give them to her, she doesn't believe he's dead. And I mean, if that's your reasoning or whatnot, it is what it is. Like you can't, you know, I don't care if a person's an atheist or if they do believe in God or they believe in Allah, they believe in Buddha, whatever it is you believe in. That's perfectly fine to me. I just feel like you should have something to believe in because if you have nothing to believe Bleak. in. That's when you you do approach life with fear because you feel like this is the absolute. Like I'm so afraid to leave this place because I don't know what's there's nothing else there for me, and you don't know that. Whether you you know and if, whether you believe in science, if you believe in science, you you know that the human body is made of you know atoms, molecules, and energy, and you can't destroy energy. You know what I mean? So even when you die, your energy is still left on the planet. You know what I mean? It's recycled. We all are recyclable. We're made from the same particles that are in space. The same thing that makes up a star makes up a human being. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's been scientifically proven. But I, I don't find, like, people say, well, that's science. That's not religion. But even if you can kind of intertwine the two of them. Like, if God made the universe, if you believe in God and God made the universe and he made you, why couldn't he make you both from the same thing? That's what you I, get what yeah. I'm saying? I, I, used, I, I be saying that too because it's like there's so many things in, things in science that they can't explain about mm-hmm. for one energy, you know, matter, things yeah. that can't be created or destroyed. Right. And it's like if it can't be created, mm-hmm. you know, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, you know, what we getting at? Yeah. You know, so in science and um, theologists are getting together yeah. to kind of figure out what is what. Yeah. But nobody's going to yeah. really figure that out. Like, we're yeah. not smart enough. We people. We have a brain. Right. It's not... It, Yes, our brains are very complex, but at the same time, we're not built for the type of knowledge and wisdom that's out there, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like people so arrogant. You know, so I feel like I look at it like like the universe is like a womb and all these planets are children of the womb. Like they, they born in the womb. They exist because of the womb. You get what I'm saying? Like I wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be here had you not come from a womb. Like and I feel like science they kind of trying to figure out how to do that without the womb. Like which you know what I mean? Scary. Yeah, they which is scary. They building artificial wombs, bro. Yeah, yeah that's I heard like, that too. That's crazy. That's we fact. not finna get on transsexuals. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> but they really, they really doing that shit. Yeah. I don't know, but I, I, I read, I read something about um. I forget the science. I gotta start writing shit down. It's a the scientist. Sites, yeah. No, it's a scientist that I was I looked up or whatever, and they was talking about his like his life work and one of the things that he discovered or he his his life's work was kind of you know his legacy rather was that he he determined that the soul exists based on the body weight and the body mass of yeah. a human being what? and yeah. when you yeah it's yeah. like your body whatever your body weighed when you were alive it doesn't weigh the same it thing. weighs half a gram less when you die really like yeah. instantly like yep. and he and they t- tried it out they so tested it out on multiple on multiple um yeah. human beings that were passing away like sick ill people and when they would die they will weigh them before death and they will weigh them after death and immediately after death the body will get lighter. So they equated that with the soul leaving the body. You yeah. get what I'm saying? And then some people have life, you know, life-threatening experiences where they feel like they left their body. Mm-hmm. Like you you might have heard people say, oh, I was in a car accident or when I was in a hospital, something happened or whatever and my soul left my body. I felt like I was looking at myself mm-hmm. in the process of that happening. But you know, you can, you can tap into that. that That's feeling, magical. That feeling. Like with meditation, like I know if I meditate for a really long time and I come and I open my eyes and I come back, mm-hmm. you know that feeling if something that really scary happened and yeah. you feel like detaching yourself? Yeah. That's the same type of feeling. And so I know when I'm deep in meditation, I feel more like my my spirit. Well, I want to say like myself, meaning right. my do you spirit. you feel like it's an outer body experience? Um, 
I don't think I've ever had an it's outer body. It's not outer body where I feel like I'm looking at myself, but I do know I do notice a separation. And I know when I have anxiety attacks and stuff like that, it's not an outer body experience, but there is some type of dissociation. Yeah, you know what? I have some memories, certain memories, like in in like in some real traumatic experiences throughout my life, mm-hmm. where I when I think of the memory, I don't see the memory from first person. I see it from third person. So I don't see it like how I how I went through it. Dissociation. I see it from me looking at it happen. Like mm. I see I can remember this happening and I see what I'm doing and I see what that's happening, da da da. But I'm I'm not in the moment when I think about it. It's like I'm looking at it happen to somebody else, but it's actually mm. me. So I had those type of memories. So I don't know if, I don't know if that's considered an out of body experience or not, but I have certain memories like that. I have a lot of memories where it's me actually first person. But a few memories where I'm like, man, I remember that, that's and it was, it was a third person um, memory. So, huh? That's a good point. Yeah. I never really thought about it like that. Yeah. I guess it is sometimes an out of body experience, not an out of body, but a, like a third person point of view. Right, right. Like it's like you watching it happen. Like if you, certain memories you watch happen, replay in your mind like a movie. Mm-hmm. Like damn, I remember then when this and then that happened and that happened, and you're not necessarily looking at it from first person. You're kind of looking at it from third. But you can equate that with a lot of things. Like, a lot of times when we talk about, I know for me, when we talk about emotion and stuff like that and trying to relate to emotion, I know for me, I'm not really, like, a person that is able to really get that vulnerable with certain things. Mm -hmm. So, I know I kind of detach. Like, if I'm telling you something that's, you know, really heartfelt, I can feel it myself detaching from it. So, instead of being like, yeah, I felt really sad about that. It's like, yeah, it was a really sad experience, you know. But, you know, it's it's more like I'm lecturing versus me identifying with the right. emotion, right. you know? Yeah. So it's just a, the, the human mind, the body, the spirit is complex. And I know that, that that's that theory of mind, body, if the mind, body, the mind and body were two separate things or, you know, it's a mind, body theory, whether we're trying to figure out in philosophy, mm. whether or not the, these are two separate entities, are they the same thing? Is mm-hmm. one physical? Is one, but they've been having this discussion for thousands, <laughs> like right. thousands of years. And it's like nobody in thousands of years, nobody can come up with the answer. And y'all still don't believe that there's a higher power? How is that? Right. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's tough. I never actually thought about, like, thought about it in that sense of the mind and the body is different. I always just assumed it was. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I always assume, like, because I feel like. I feel like your body is a vessel. It's a it's a vehicle. True. You know what I mean? You take care of it, it lasts long. If you don't, it doesn't. You know what I mean? Mm, but fact. you know, you can replace parts on that vehicle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's Not certain all things. Of them, bro. Yeah. The things that you the you know, the most important parts are, you know, certain parts you can't replace. Like you can replace a heart. I don't know how many times you can replace a brain. You get what I'm saying? I've never seen a brain transplant. Them Rockefellers, that man had ten heart Transplants. Yeah, the heart because the heart is a what tool. The fuck? I mean, it's a you know, it's a it's that's a, the most selfish thing in the world. Yeah, I mean, he balling like that. But <laughs> but it's like you're so afraid of like this is, go, that goes back to what you're saying about people not having a spirituality. Now I don't know him obviously, nah, he, but he worships money. He's a yeah, part of family so it's like money. You they don't, don't have, have a god. They money is exactly. God. You have everything yeah. that you could ever want here on earth, so you can't even fathom what else there is. What's more than me having two trillion dollars? You know what I'm saying? What's right. more than that? So it's like nothing, nothing, right? Nothing, right? Yeah. So I like what Amazon's doing. Speaking of billionaires, Amazon's doing a lot of things for like, um, you know, hiring people. They they doing this big uh, 
career day, and they're hiring $33,000. I read that, and they was talking about some paying yeah. niggas $150,000 yeah. a year. But then they, 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 they do doing something. I don't fucking know. I don't know. But that shit is so Shit, this, I need a job. This country, they doing entry level. It's not even like you got it. They, they not they not basing it off of your experience and stuff like that. So I'm going to go ahead and go for that. Career day. Let me hold that. But, um, and they doing a lot of stuff for the um, for the earth, you know, as far as, uh, what, are those, what are those things called? Those sun Solar panels? Solar panels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they doing a lot of they putting a lot of those around. You know, they having they solar panels. What? <laughs> nothing, nothing. Carry I on. forgot Carry the on. fucking name of it. My Coronavirus bad. is in the, in the mist. Oh, okay, my bad. I'm just saying. Man, Corona like, make you forget. Like, solar like, panels is I like, what it's called. I like uh Corona make you forget. She's saying sunglasses. She's like, you know the sunglasses for the grass? It's been a long time, all right? That's not my ministry, thing, okay? Thing, oh, it's not my it's ministry. Like, it, they made by Ray-Bans. <laughs> like, right. What? They shades, bro. They shades. I'm you need Ray-Bans. Nah, but I, I, I don't know, man. If y'all, hey, if y'all haven't, I sat up last night. I, I ain't going to sleep last night until about 5.30. I sat up last night and I watched this documentary on Netflix called it's called the social dilemma bz gonna like this because he gonna feel like he was ahead of the curve on it but (laughs) now he is i'm telling you it's a documentary and the documentary they sit down with multiple people um who are all white but they sit down with multiple people who have had a uh who have played a key component in the success of multiple social sites whether it be facebook twitter instagram snapchat Mm -hmm. so forth um, like they got like the guy that invented the like button. They got the guy who, uh, who started, uh, who helped establish Twitter. They have other people in there as well, engineers and stuff like that. And the documentary, one of the guy, the guy who's really like the focal point of the documentary, they basically, he's basically talking about how social media and artificial intelligence has taken over the world and people don't necessarily understand it because we, we think of artificial intelligence and taking over the world like Terminator. He's saying like people yeah. thinking like computers going to shoot Robots. you or kill you. Like it's not, he's not, that's not it. But at this point he's like, when you build an algorithm, he was explaining algorithm. When you build an algorithm, there's no real way to build it. They, they, they build a, a software or they build a, like a computer that then teaches itself. You, the humans don't teach you, don't, don't teach the computer the algorithm. They teach the computer how to figure it out itself. Your habits. They teach right. It, it right. Teach so then the computer yeah. then gets smarter every day, every day after day after day after day. And then it gets so smart. And he's like, at this point, artificial intelligence based on social media has now taken over, you know, the news wave, uh, you know, everything that we do, we pretty much do through our phones at this point. And he's saying, and they were all saying like, man, even when, you work for these companies and you know how addictive it is because they have departments based on how to get humans addicted to it. Mm. You work for them and you still get addicted because it's just human nature. Mm. Like you can't, he like, nah, he's like, I might not get on Instagram, but I'm hooked on my, I'm, I'm hooked on my, uh, my email. You get what I'm saying? Or he like, I might not, That's I might true. not, I might not use Snapchat, but I'm addicted to this video game. So it's like humans have become so dependent on artificial intelligence that we we're 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 dumbing ourselves down and the thing that stood out to me the most about the documentary he talked about the effects that it's having on children and speaking of the the suicide rate the depression rate anxiety all of these things have doubled since 2011 Mm. you know what i mean and he was like our this generation now generation x anyone born i believe after 1999 or something like that is generation x i believe 
Generation X, they have, um, they're the, he said they're the first generation to ever have social media in middle school. No generation prior to that ever dealt with social media until we became high schoolers or adults because it wasn't around for us to deal with it like that. Now, children are sixth grade, seventh grade with a TikTok account, yeah. a Snapchat account, or whatever. And it's like, you know, the dopamine that's in our in our um in our brains, that that's the, the sensation we get from approval and that high we get of, you know what I'm saying, of being liked and being popular. You're like, every time you post something. You're looking for that that result. So it was, and the dude that did this, the Facebook like, because remember, Facebook was before Instagram. When he said, "Man, when we made the Facebook like, we created the Facebook like, so that people could promote things or put things up, and others can like it, and it could be positive response." And we didn't give it a dislike button; we gave it a like button, so that you just get you feel good about it. He said, "By no way did we ever account for the fact that if a 16 year old girl posted a photo and no one liked it, she would be depressed." We never thought that would happen. You get what but I'm saying? Sense, and it right. makes sense. And it's like, damn, like we really live in a world at this point where we're seeking approval constantly. And then one, it was an Indian guy on there talking. He was like, so, and he was, he used to work for one of the companies as well. Like he made money off of it and he was, and he's now against it. And he's like, man, he was like, what do you do when you post something on a social site? And then a lot of people like it, you feel good about yourself. And the people's like, yeah, you do feel good. Like, okay, I did something right. He said, yeah. Now that you felt like you've done something right, the only thing you can do now is try to top it. Yep. You try to recreate it or top it. You it. never want to not get that feeling again. And that's it. like cocaine. Crack. That's like, yeah, that's crack. like crack. That's like any drug that gets you high. It hits that dope, the, the dope, um, that dopamine in your system that makes you feel euphoric when you get that feeling. He's like, anybody that has a social media account, if you post, like women might post a pretty picture, and if that picture booming, she feel good. She feel sexy. She feel wanted. She feel worth. It makes you feel worth. But if you don't get enough response on it, you want to delete it. You want to be like, what did I do wrong? Did I not pose right? Did, do my makeup just, look wrong? Just to think that, just to think that children are growing up with likes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's to say that, because obviously my, I'm, so I'm a little younger. Cool. Than, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm a little younger than y'all, but I didn't have, you know, internet and stuff growing up either. Right. So it's like, we didn't have all that, you know, mm -hmm. all that. Although, you know, there are other right. ways to, you know, ex look for acceptance. Right. And there are other ways to look for validation. So but it would be more immediate. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You wouldn't give a fuck with somebody so, in Kansas, though. It's, it's scary. It's, that's scary. Right. You live in New York City, but you got... Two followers in Kansas that say you ugly, and then you feel like you ugly. And they don't even fucking know you. They don't know you. And a hundred people, you can get a hundred and two comments. A hundred of them say you beautiful. And that one person that say your ears too big. Gonna turn it up. Gonna and turn you it insecure up. about right. your you ears. Right. You like, damn, my ears that Look, big. Right. All day I've been talking about my ears, and somebody right, else man. gonna say, yeah, yeah, my ears big, and yeah. I agree, so because yeah. I identify with that. Mm -hmm. But that goes back to the religion too, because a lot of times in religion, that that higher power accepts you. And validates you yeah, and loves right. you. That so a lot, a lot of people in the world don't have that spirituality. Right, right. So they're looking for acceptance and people that can't give them the acceptance that right, they really need. Right. You I, know, so yeah, it's like it's yeah. it's scary. Yeah, I read something somewhere. I read something that said that. Um, Who's this? Is this somebody personal drink? You got drink? Got this in mix? Oh, I read something somewhere that, where they were like, it takes I think four positive affirmations to get rid of one negative thing. Really? Something That's like a that. good tip right there. Something something to that extent. I forget the exact amount, but it's like double or triple the amount. Like That's you need four tip. positive com compliments or thoughts, mm -hmm. you know, to, like manifestation. Mm -hmm. Like you have to have four positive thoughts or however many thoughts it is to cancel out the one negative thought mm -hmm. you have, That's because true. negative energy lingers so much. You get what I'm saying? And it's so, and it's like, it's 
I ain't gonna say it's hard to be positive, but like it's easy to be negative. You get what I'm saying? It's easy to down talk yourself, downplay yourself, and to get lost in the thought of, oh, I can't do this, or this ain't gonna work, or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's an easy thing to yeah. do. It takes more energy to be like, oh, I can do this. I, I, I will do this. I, you but know what I mean? That's person specific. It's easier for negative thoughts if you believe that about yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if I believe that I'm the baddest bitch, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I'm the baddest bitch, you know, whatever. But it was there was a time where I felt. You know, I couldn't say I'm cute. You know what I'm saying? I, I not I couldn't say it because somebody said don't say that. But mm-hmm. it was just more so like I didn't really believe it. Mm-hmm. So it's like the more you believe something about yourself, the easier it becomes to say. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like without somebody telling you and agreeing with you, oh yeah, you mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a little harder. So it's like yeah, it's but that's what the, about that's what the documentary is about. It's like the fact that we need like a lot of us depend on that agreement. Mm-hmm. Like we need someone else to reassure us of what we feel like we should be. You know what I mean? And that's the reason why I say busy like because they talk about it in, in there like, you that's, know, that's, how difficult it is for people to put the device down. Busy don't give a fuck. Right. Like, Who like him? Busy, I, I ain't gonna lie. Busy the only nigga I know I don't. that can get offline and not like be itching to get back online. Cuz even cuz I don't even I don't even post on Instagram, but there's still a level of I don't have it as much as most women mm-hmm. because I'm not all in the camera mm-hmm. like that, yeah. but it's like there is a level of, right. you know. But it's not even just posting. It's the fact that even if we're not posting, we're still there. We get our information yeah. there. Yeah. We get our news there. We, you know what I'm saying? We communicate with friends and family there. Like, yeah. we, I, I, and, I, and I know, I do it myself. I talk to my brothers, my sister, my uh, my cousins, yeah. all of that via Instagram. Yeah. Rather we than call a, them. We got a group text on our phones and they text and they still Instagram write their Instagram before they text on the phone. Mm. Cause it's so difficult you the to time. lead it out. It's so difficult no, to lead it out. No, seriously, no. Today, I, after work, I sat on my couch and scrolled through mindlessly. Mm-hmm. It's not like I was looking at you anything that was it. interesting. It's, it's just like it's just swipe, it's swipe, swipe, swipe. It's so swipe, weird. Swipe. I was just yeah. thinking, like, why am I yeah. sitting here looking at this? And yeah. It has nothing to do with anything. One of the psychologists on the documentary, you guys gotta watch it. But one of the psychologists on the documentary, he said that um, our phones have become pacifiers for us. Mm. Human, humans do not like to be lonely. Humans do not like to feel, you know, boredom for too long. And your phone being in your hand is a pacifier for loneliness. Like you might, if what say, let's say like in your case, when you live alone, mm-hmm. it's like I live alone. I don't necessarily have do? physical company right. or whatever. How do I stay in touch with people? How do I get human interaction? I get it via social media. Mm-hmm. So I get on Instagram or a person might get on Facebook or get on whatever. And they, and they engage with humans there yeah. to the point where they, they rather engage with humans there then on there. And, and it's not even just that. It's they talking about dating as well. Like we date via the internet now. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Back in the day, you would it have was, to approach a person, speak to them, came run out, into man. somebody or something. The internet put us in a position weird where shit. we strictly dating over the internet. And that's why they so damn weird. Like hey, man. I'll tell people are like so weird. I got it. I got the juice, man. Read the four agreements. What? The four agreements. <laughs> the four agreements. The four agreements. The mm-hmm. four agreements. What's the four agreements? So, basically, what he was saying is, just as, as all the the things they said about how you you are influenced by others' opinions and all that, with, like people telling you something. Mm-hmm. So, the four agreements is just you recognizing that that's what that is, and either you accepting it or you not. Once you agree to it, it's done. So, if somebody say, like in the book, it says a girl... A, a little girl sings every day, 
Oh, she she can sing. She has a beautiful voice. What book is this? The Four the Agreements. Four agreements. Oh, it's called, that's what it's called. Yeah. Oh, I got yeah. it. I got it. But her mother comes home mad from work and tells her to stop singing because nobody wants to hear you sing. Mm. If she accepts it, she agrees. If she doesn't, then she she'll she, continue to sing when exactly. in person. She accepted it and never sung again. Oh. No matter if she could sing or not, she never sung again because some because her mother in a, a certain tone told her she couldn't sing. So it's kind of like we value too much what others think. Yeah. But we need each other, though. So it's like it's it's more so about, I don't know, it's just the lust of what's popping right now, the lust of the trend, the lust of the fad. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like we it's, it's no way around. Right. It's, there's no way around saying that we don't need each other. Oh, yeah, you always going to need people. Right. So but. it's like, what's the, the toxic the toxic part of it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that whole cancel culture thing. Like people that think, like, like how can you, like I, I looked at, uh, I was watching Nick Cannon and um, Kanye West interview. And the person it. I was with, they started getting upset about the stuff about Kanye. Why? Exactly. Because they canceled him? Exactly. Not even about canceling them. But it's just like the stuff that he was saying. It's just like this is a person. He can say whatever the fuck you know he wants to say. Exactly. He's, he's, never met. He's, he's not. A, he's not a historian. He's never claimed himself to be an expert. He's just a person having a conversation. If he felt like saying it, he felt like saying it. Like just like just like, like we say a bunch we of talking dumb shit. right now, and I say something you don't like, it's gonna be the same it's, thing. Exactly. So it's like everybody's a person. So everybody put these people on a high, you like know, they're not pedestal. Human. Like they're not a person. So, so yeah. So All, it's like we gotta stop giving rich people clout for exactly. their opinions. Like people, like it, and, and, and that's that's what I mean by people regard. worship money so much that if you have more money than me, your your opinion, your opinion, you or your vision me. matters more than mine. You better, and that's me. what a lot of people treat the world like. It's yeah. like you know what I mean. Like I was asking Slopes the other day. I saw a picture of um, King Von, the rapper King Von. He had a Von Dutch hat on, I'm, and I'm joking with Slopes. I'm like, so Von Dutch cool again? And he was like, I guess so. And I'm like, that's crazy because niggas stopped wearing Von Dutch a long time ago. But now, if one rich person wear it, it's cool again. I like you King get Von. what I'm saying. People in Chicago don't like Keevan. I mean, wow. he's pretty cool to me, but I just it's just I the, like yeah. it's the it's the the idea that uh, so many people look to wealthy people, rich people, to, to guide them. If it was okay, like yeah, if if this person says it's okay, then it's okay. Like Chappelle said, it, I don't know if y'all saw his latest Netflix I've seen them all. thing. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. he was talking about everybody's looking to see what Dave Chappelle has to say to guide on what they're gonna feel like yeah, yeah. but it's like why are y'all looking at celebrities right. to talk I'm about a comedian right like, like shit i'm a person too i'm just talking about what i'm seeing like yeah, remember they was like let's see what ja rule thinks yeah, yeah. Where <laughs> is ja? 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 <laughs> like come on fuck with ja rule ja thinks ja i keep eyeing those sour cream what the chips yeah good okay yeah man but that's that's what i'm saying i feel like we just we give we give too much we give too much uh we give just we just put too much weight on the opinion of people that we deem successful, and like I seen something where they was like I, I don't I forget it was a saying it was like when you have a goal or you have a passion or something that you're trying to accomplish, man stop moving that bag. If you got something you're trying to accomplish, <laughs> it's best to keep that shit to yourself because when you open up and you talk too much about your personal goals, you open it up to people to give you their p- opinion on your personal goals. Mm. On what you can accomplish or what you can't do. You get what I'm saying? And when people start telling you what you can't do, you a lot of times, like BZ said, that agreement. You agree to it or you don't. Oh, is, and if man. you agree to it, you just be like, all right, well, they said I can't fucking do it. I ain't going to do it. Especially, it don't look yeah. cool. Like, ain't nobody going to support me. That's in it. Because yeah. that be the fear anyway. 
The fear is, is nobody accepting it. Right, exactly. Yeah. And somebody that's said, it. oh, no, that's a stupid idea. Now you're like, yeah, I thought so. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah you're right. This shit ain't going to work. Yeah, if they man. say it and then another person say it, then another person say it, then another person say it. Man, what? You they know, like, like, it's just like the same shit. Like, they say that and uh, the biggest takes from that book is uh, you being influenced by other people and people thinking that they could change other people. Mm. Yeah, that's in the 48 mm. Laws of Power, too. That's a fact. Avoid the unhappy and unlucky because you put too much into trying to change a person and make mm. them better that it brings you down mm. in the process. The yeah, you take on their issues. Because my thing was. Because like, some people don't want to be happy. That's a fact. My thing, as far as when it comes to dating, my thing was I always said that I wanted somebody who had their own stuff, like I had my own stuff, their own job, like I had my own job. Mm-hmm. Because to me, it's like if I'm not dating somebody on that level, then I'm staying here. While you getting your stuff to my level, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So right. now it's like but I'm just here. Have you right. ever thought you, yeah. in your mind that they don't want to be where you are? Who doesn't want to have like a, some a people place? Don't, some though. people are comfortable. You think about this. There's some motherfuckers out here 40, 50 years old and don't have shit because they might not want shit. Hmm. Like you they mean cool they might with, be cool with they where cool they at? Where they at? Where they at? You're like, That's nah, it's cool. My mom got a big house in the basement, mine, so I'm good with that. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, at the end of That's the day, the reality is That's success is what you deem it to be. That's a fact. Like, you ain't got to be a hundred millionaire. You ain't got to be a billionaire. You ain't got to be Jeff Bezos. You ain't got to be, you can just be you. Like, you could be 50000 a year and feel as successful as you want to feel about it, right? right? So, that's just one side of the coin. On the flip side of the coin, to us, you might not be doing shit. But in your head, I'm doing good enough. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? It's like, damn, I'm dating a nigga. He he lived with his mama. Like, basically perceiving something on either one one extreme or the next extreme. Mm. Now they have a lot of different signs and mm. symptoms of cognitive distortion. One that I identify with is called it's it's all or nothing. So all or nothing saying. Like, like you just said, yes. Like you just said, oh, if I'm not doing as good as Beyonce, I ain't doing shit. Right. Oh, I ain't doing as bad as him, so I'm doing good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was like it's either one way. Oh, you said you want to leave. All right, we ain't in a relationship no more then. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just it's just you either here or there. Yeah. There's no because I know I'm I'm like that with my mm-hmm. I got a little temper. That's how too. most women. So it's like a one. It's like, like a like, one to yeah, ten yeah. or a ten to zero. It's, I'm either at zero or I'm at ten. Yeah. It's all or nothing. Yeah. So it's like. But there's a lot of different things. That I got to look at it. It's in my book, y'all. Beauty from Broken is available on Amazon. Yeah, plug your shit. Yeah. <laughs> nah, man. I'm, I'm telling y'all, like, what the fuck was I about to say? Because now my mind is all in the, in the left. But yeah, that, that the way to get away from that shit, stop giving a fuck. Like, that's a, that, I, how? That's a, I don't know how steps. I did it. But give us the steps, because I need to know how to not I give a fuck. I just don't give I a honestly, fuck. I feel like... I give a fuck too much. I used to care about a lot of shit. I used to be easily triggered by things. Mm-hmm. I used to be very aggressive. Mm-hmm. And I was quick to respond. Not very react. not very quick. Yeah, yeah, quick to react. Not very quick to understand or, you know, cope yeah. with things. And I feel like, honestly, honestly, God, ever since I read The 48 Laws of Power and I started practicing, like, what it preaches in the book, like... Learn how to master your emotions. When I learned how to do that, I felt like I became a whole level a different better person. So, what do you think the key the key component to mastering your emotions? Because I'm an emotional ass. Uh, First, person. you got to figure out what causes your reaction. Mm. Once you figure out the triggers, then hey, this is going on all day. This is a text message. Come no, on, man. Tough, bro. Yeah. 
That's true though. I've You're never right. I this is probably the the most comfortable I've been ever in my life alone. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel like like for me mastering my emotions was understanding them. Yeah. Before I didn't really understood why I felt the way or like you know, like somebody I might feel like even it still happens to this day, like I might feel like somebody's like pushing me or like playing with me or whatever, like I'm like, oh you ain't about to play with me. And naturally a lot of us from our community feel like, oh you playing with me so I gotta I retaliate. Gotta you get what I'm saying? That's my mentality. And, yeah. And that's that's there is where you master your emotions. In moments where you, you would do things away. that aren't yeah. You got to learn how to tell yourself, all right, there's a better option. And it's because you don't want to give people power over how you feel. You it get comes what I'm from saying? that you scary. You know what I'm saying? You scared. Yeah, you ain't going to do nothing. You ain't yeah. going to do shit. Like, you gonna let them do that. That's where they come man. from. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's from. a lack of control. Mm-hmm. That's a lack of understanding. It's ignorance. You know what I mean? Like, by no means will I say don't defend yourself. Don't protect Defending yourself. I'm yourself not telling you that. And, but, and doing that is two different Right. Things. But if if... You feel like I'm gonna use an example. When I was about 21 years old, right? I ain't gonna say the person, but I was about 21 years old. And I was dating I'm a girl. Say it, say it. I was dating this chick. I was dating a girl, and she did some shit that I felt like was super disrespectful. She was messing with a guy behind my back, and I felt like that was super disrespectful, right? And I was so embarrassed by it. In my mind, the only thing I could do was cause harm because of it. You get what I'm saying? Right. And it took for Matt to talk me, like to sit there and tell me, like, bro, you're going to make a fool out of yourself if that's how you react over a person that don't even want to be with you. You get what I'm saying? If this girl is cheating on you or she messing with somebody else, she's telling you you don't matter that much to her. So if you react like that, you you making a fool out of yourself. You get what I'm saying? And like and that's the reality of it. Like you it, and it comes a lot of that shit just comes with forcing yourself to mature. You get what I'm saying? Yep. When you're immature, you you react, you retaliate, you stomp, you have temper tantrums. But as you get older and you become more mature, you learn how to take bumps and bruises without necessarily having and to walk away lash from that out. Shit yeah. like that's, ain't that's the that's, that's self control. You get what I'm saying? That's self control. It's it's self control is not when shit is going smooth. Mm-hmm. You get it's what I'm saying? Self control is when hit. shit is fucked up. And you yeah. can still pull yourself together and, and say, all right, I got two days to do this or shit won't hit the fan. And you can still be composed about mm-hmm. it. That's self-control. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Now, some people suffer from anxiety and other things, and that might be hereditary or it might be due to trauma in your life or whatever. I don't have those things. Like, I've had, I have trauma, but I felt like I coached myself through trauma mm-hmm. to self-control to the point where it's like, like a motherfucker. anything cool. can happen. In my life, and instantly, I tell myself, "Get a grip on it. How do you, how do I control the situation? Not let the situation control me." That's good. You know what I mean? But that's that's just that was me. That's how you. I feel like See, people got to approach it. My whole my whole thing is because recently I started saying, "Hey, you got a little temper on you," you mm-hmm. know. And so it's like, what made the temper? Right. It's like where did you get that from? And so that's why I started thinking about. And my thing was. You handling these situations the same way you handled them at the house when you were 14 years old, 15 mm. years old, mm. arguing with your mama. Right. You ha- you handling them the same way. Right. So at what point are you going to let the child go? Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So it's like everybody's operating from this child point of, point of view. It's like nobody's... I, I know I haven't. I know growing up I wasn't um, taught how to 
handle emotions yeah, with that. Nobody, not. a lot of people weren't. No, you know, because when people are going through stuff, we have any black family. Yeah, <laughs> not even black family, even anybody. Because when yeah. when people like when your parents are going through something, they're going through it. They're not stopping to say, "Hey, this is how this is how I'm feeling. This is how I'm getting through it." You know what I'm saying? Nobody's stopping to do that. A lot of our ancestors and and our parents and you know generations use shit like this to cope. Have you noticed my tan? You know what I'm saying? They use stuff like that, but. I feel like, you know what I mean, like for me, I, I just, you got to boil it down to what's more powerful, being able to remove yourself from a situation or react to, or react to the situation. What's Man, more powerful? Gospel. That goes back to instant gratification. Gospel. Because instant gratification feels good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Me not punch you in the face is going to say, I'm not going to go to jail. I'm not going to have to deal with all the repercussions, mm-hmm. but me punching your face also feels good because it gives me an energy release. Yeah, I get to punch you in the face, right. and now I feel better Take about the energy myself. Elsewhere. Right. Yeah, right. no, but right. it's a, but the addiction to instant gratification versus right. delayed gratification right. is one of the problems. And you know, another thing that I, I I practice very very much so is is the people that I surround myself with. Like if I felt like I come this far as far as controlling my own emotions, learning how to deal with individuals and situations. I can't be around a person that doesn't have that because if you don't have it, we're going to conflict. We mm-hmm. might be we might be somewhere together and I might be like, fuck it, let's leave it alone. Like a car might cut us off. You want to shoot him. Why you want to shoot him, bro? It's not that serious. Yeah. It's hard. I'm, as a, I'm a, all, in all honesty, as, as a man, it's difficult to swallow your pride sometimes. It's very difficult to say, I'm going to let that shit go. I would I'm going to so. let that shit slide because you feel like, you know, that... That big brother or that older uncle or whoever it is from your hood told you, like, nigga, you let that slide, you a bitch, or you this or you that. So that's, that still lingers in your mind to some extent where you feel like, I got to do something because this person just disrespected me. You get what I'm saying? But it's like, at the end of the day, in the grand scheme of things, is it worth it? Like, do you feel that disrespected? Like, you can't move on with life? You get what I'm saying? Right. Like, you want to you wanna shoot a nigga because he did what? Like... You ain't like the way he looked at you or you bump. Like, I'm not that kind of guy. I'm a big nigga. I be in the club. Niggas, I'm big. Niggas can't get around me all the time. Nigga might bump me. Nigga might graze my shoe or some shit like that. But at the end of the day, ain't no $90 Air Force's worth me having to put hands on a nigga or That's getting good. a fight with a nigga. Because at the end of the day, even if I could beat you in hand-to-hand combat, I don't know the type of person you are. I don't know how much this might hurt you, you taking an L. You might take mm-hmm. this L, and it, this L ain't an L you want to take. So now you want to go further. So then I put myself not in a position of fear, but in a position now that I have to protect myself on an extreme level. So if you prepared to kill me, what I got to do to survive? I got to be prepared to kill you. I don't want to be in that situation. So at the end of the day, is this is this sneaker worth it? Is is a is a shoulder graze worth it? And women need to understand that because so many times women will say, oh, you're just going to let him do that to you. Yeah. Oh, you just gonna let him talk yeah, to you like that? Will, women will bait you into that. You know what I'm saying? And work. I would rather because it takes so much more strength. Oh. It takes mm-hmm. so much more strength. Oh, oh, look at your little. It cut off. Anyway, keep going. But it takes. It takes. What? It's It takes. It takes so much more strength for a man to turn around and walk away versus him handling these three these people. You know what I'm saying? These yeah. dude, these dudes or whoever's going against them, and it's like. Who wants to get into a situation where your man, like, I want, my, of course, I want my man to respect me. Of course, I want him to, you know, honor me and everything like that mm-hmm. and want to protect me. Protect, but at the same right. time, it's like, 
I want to protect you too. Right. And that says like, I don't want you to do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Let's go. Right. Let's walk and, away. And I agree with you. I feel like the best thing a woman can do to protect a man is talk him off the ledge. Because mm-hmm. he mm. typically, mm. he gospel. feels, he'll this feel. is the gospel. The yeah. truth. No, no, no lie. I feel like a man, most men, a lot of men will feel obligated to do something if the woman doesn't tell them that he doesn't and have he to do something. Too. Yeah, he might not even be that certain. He might not even feel that way. But about because it. I don't want you to but think. Yeah, yeah, but I'm, you're an extension of me, so that I gotta protect you on this level. That's a lot. But if your if your girl just tap you like that, mm-hmm. it ain't even that serious. Most of these niggas are calm down. You know so what, what is that like? Because I always feel like if I was a man, I would be like nervous to have to it's like if I was up. going out with my girl or something, and mm-hmm. something, and I noticed maybe a four group of guys walking this way, they doing too much and everything. It's like. I would be scared. Like, you got to protect this person that you with. Yeah. That's scary. And look. Because you don't know what's going to happen next. It's all on the approach, too. So, say it happens, right? I'm with a girl. Dudes come, you know, disrespectful. It's all on how you react on how the situation is going to go. So, if he says something crazy and I turn around and say, what the fuck you say? That's aggression. Exactly. I'm already showing it's gonna go there right, right, right. instead of saying right you know like mm-hmm. man this my lady yeah i mean i always just be like she with mm. me and niggas right. be like oh, yeah, oh yeah. my bad and exactly. niggas will leave or, it alone maybe because they don't expect you to say anything because of course not because sometimes maybe if she would a nigga will test you some niggas yeah. will test you be like they'll say something even if you would her because they they don't know if she with you you could just be the homeboy you get what i'm right, saying right. and it and it's all it takes mm. is for you to be like she with me and a nigga be like my bad and right. most mm. niggas will walk off and leave it alone Long as you you assertive, you get what I'm saying. Right. Like I've been in events by myself, nine, ten girls. I'm the only nigga, mm-hmm. and we got to get from the club to the car. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying. I got to get nine females mm-hmm. who drunk to the car. You get what I'm saying. <laughs> like that nine friendly drunk. ass. Like you know what I mean. Oh, this nigga cute. Let me talk to him. Like I'm like I can't leave you because you, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. But I feel a sense of responsibility to right. them because I'm like if I'm the only guy. And let me find out tomorrow, you nigga, beat your ass yeah. or rape you or some shit. Y'all looking at me crazy, like, why you let that happen? Yeah. So, you know what I mean? It's it's, it's just like, nah, come on, let's go. Like, mm-hmm. this is what you're doing. But see, I guess that's the difference between men and women. Because that, to me, is scary. But men, I think it's more natural for y'all to feel that way. I mean, it's, Which one? it's, it's, it's um, a narrative. To have to protect oh, yeah, yeah. or, yeah, it, it you know what I'm saying? It's, it's not, not a fear. It doesn't come in a fear yeah. thing. Some niggas are scared. Don't I mean, and that's, and that's natural. Niggas fear is not a fear is not weakness. People yeah, always talk about scared. fear like fear is a weakness. Fear is not a weakness. Fear it's is a, a sense. It's a sense. It's a sense. It's it's intuition. It's, it's, it's a sense. Ooh, like you know, oh, I'm in a situation. Niggas. I'm in a situation. Ooh, I need to. Man. You know what I mean? That don't mean you gotta run. You could be scared and be like, and shit, I'm it. fearful, but I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure this shit go the way I need it to go. It's dudes. It's niggas in fear that fight. Right? You act like niggas. No, scared people will kill you. They fight for their life. Oh, God. I swear so they would kill you. You think they niggas in the military you. ain't scared? Like they scared as They some of the toughest yeah. niggas in the world. Shit, they go through some of the hardest shit. Like they didn't caught bodies and they still scared. Cause at the end of the day, I'm human like you human. I could die like you can die. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So if I get in an altercation with somebody, I don't know to what extent this person wanna take it. That's I may fact. not want to go there. Like I might want to just fight. I'm, I'm I'm like, all right, cool, I know how to throw hands, I'll fight this nigga. But this nigga might fight. not know how to fight. They and to him, fighting ain't his result. Like, nope, I ain't doing that. This how I resolve issues. 
So, you know what I'm saying? You got to be conscious of that kind of shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't really know how another man is going to approach you. So, I, I try to be respectful even in situations that are hostile. Like, right. you know what I mean? I'm going to talk to you like a man. I ain't going to bow down to you. I'm going to talk to you like a man. You're going to give me my respect and I'm going to give you yours. And we could, we could say what we got to say and, and debt it. And be like, all right, fuck it. It is what it is. But I'm not, I'm not the guy that get in an argument and be like, fuck that nigga. Nah, nigga, don't hold me back. You know what I mean? That's not me. Mm-hmm. If you ain't close that. enough for me Good. to hit you or to get you, if, if I ain't got to get you off of me, Good. I ain't doing all that back and forth because that's just hooting and hollering and it's attention and it's putting the other person in a position where they might be embarrassed and now I got to do something to you. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. nah, bro, let's just roll, man. Because like, women be thinking that shit is cute, and I do what? not think, Arguing? like, men men starting some shit, men being aggressive about Listen, stuff, because that yeah. shit, to me, is scary. I I was with somebody, and when somebody looked at me, what the fuck you looking at? What yeah. the fuck he got? Nah, I, look, a lot of women think that's cute because they think it's validation, but to uh, me, that's alarming. Right, that'll get your uh, head It's like, what the hell? Like, if we, if, we, if, we, if we somewhere, you do that, and they with other niggas, and they jump on your ass? Right. I'm finna tell you. It's like, very get your calmly, head, sir. I'm not finna argue with you. For real. Like, a nigga, the nigga looking might not even be looking for that reason. Mm-hmm. Right. He could be somebody that know you. You know what I'm saying? Or you might look like, like somebody else. I went to elementary school with her. Right. Let me just go, yeah. hey, what's up? And your, your nigga might act away. And now at that point, it's an I issue. Can't. And it didn't have to be an issue. I can't. Man. That shit, shit like that. More, more to this is remove your triggers. I mm. promise yep. you. I promise you. Come through, busy with the shit. I promise you it will help you. Because I don't give a fuck. If it if it triggers me to go the wrong way, I don't want to be around it. Mm. I don't give a fuck who it is or what it is. If it triggers you to go the wrong way, I don't want to be around it. Mm. I don't care because I know it could get worse. Right, that's the fact, and that's it why I say get worse. when you when you gain self control, you then a part of self control is controlling your environment. Right, mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying? The people you allow around you. Like, I can't be around certain niggas that I know they hot boys. They're going to do wild shit for the sake of doing wild shit. Because yeah. it's humorous to them. And I don't, I'm not mad at you because I used to do wild shit that was humorous to me. Yeah. But I wasn't where I'm at now. Right. You get what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, the life expectancy on some of the shit niggas do ain't that long. Right. So it's like, I got to get from around that mentality. Your Ooh, mentality yeah. will can save your life. I'm telling you. Your mentality can really save your life. You just got to understand, like... Don't don't bait yourself into shit trying to prove a point to people. You don't owe nobody. And that's the hard part. Because that's with anything. Like you feeling like you gotta prove this point. You feeling like you have to it's the ego. Kill the ego. The male ego y'all. Kill the ego, feed the soul, y'all. Stop giving a fuck. Just all right, so this is what I this is a good thing. That's what it is. Because this is how I figured it out. I mean, I ain't figured it out, but this is how I did it. So as far as Instagram shit. All you got to do is delete it off your phone and see if you miss it. A lot of times you don't. And if you don't pick up your phone to go look for Instagram, you're going to go pick it up looking for something else. Or you're going to put that energy into something else you're trying yeah. to do in the first place. Yeah. Like now, like I don't even fucking, I don't even think about what's going on on Instagram. Mm. At all. I don't got no Instagram. I don't got no Facebook. No Snapchat. But you got 2K. I got 2K and Twitter. <laughs> and the only reason I got Twitter is to get 2K codes off Twitter. <laughs> no yeah, I mean, we all we all got our thing. Like you know, that's what I mean? good, we though. All you don't seem like the type of person to search for validation. Because I'm good. not. I'm not a. You're not an overly not like social, a social person. person. Yeah, you're not a social like, person. I can go into a club and know everybody in it and don't speak to none of them. That's 
<laughs> yeah, I'm not like that. And I, and like, I understand yeah. that. I'm a social I know butterfly. I'm not like that. I know you a social butterfly. Like, I'm going to walk in this motherfucker. Y'all got to see me coming in this Oh, they're going to know I'm there, but I ain't like, got to talk you, What? Nigga, like, what's up? Nigga, you turn the light on. Yeah. <laughs> nigga, see me, nigga. I'm not way too. The only time I'm real social is if I'm drunk. If I'm drunk, I'm social. You a tourist, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. When I'm drunk, I'll talk. That's why I be telling slow. I be like, bro, all we got to do is get this nigga drunk. That's why they be trying to get me drunk. He going to wake up, nigga. The beast going to wake up. You just got to get him drunk. That's all. Wake that nigga up. At least you don't get crazy and aggressive. At least you get nice. Nah, I be regular. Nah, he be partying. He he turn into like a fucking Like a nice, like a party party, you know. Nigga be dancing. I get drunk, I start dancing. Knees get healthy again. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Timman. Right, nigga, like, damn, nigga. Stop buying people drinks. And right. just what you want? A team. Look, nigga, like, put your card away. Put your card away. Sliding credit cards and shit. You be getting it done. I'm like, man. this nigga, but, It's another nigga. But, I'm going to tell you something I know. We don't get in no drama when that happens. Nah, we we have fun and we go the fuck home. Uh-huh. And we don't bother nobody else, nothing. Right. Everybody who gravitates to us, gravitates to us because they want to. At the end of the day, I don't seek approval from men. Nobody. You know what I mean? And that's the thing. Like, that's the thing. I don't value. I don't. I, I ain't going to say I don't value. Oh, y'all. I'm ready to get out there. I don't seek approval from males. <laughs> I don't care what another male think. Like, and, and I don't care to the extent that it doesn't affect how I engage with women. Some niggas care so much about what another man thinks. Man, oh, he, woman. he can't even engage with a woman properly. He like, oh, I can't buy her nothing to eat because niggas going to seem tricky. going to say I'm a hoe. Oh, I can't, I can't kiss her in the mouth because my friend's going to say I'm yeah. loving her. Fuck you God. get what I'm saying? A lot of niggas have that mentality where they really? care so much about what another man thinks. A nigga thinks. will break up with his girlfriend because his man said she was ugly. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It don't matter how he feel about it. That self-esteem they will do that. is tied into your friendships and what niggas yeah. feel like. I took a philosophy yeah. class and they tied that into homosexuality. Mm. And it was an interesting conversation. Oh, wow. It was to I say, ain't going over there. I'm, I'm, look, it was, it was to say how men confide more in their homeboys. They do more things with their homeboys. They do more things from the school for their homeboys, and they set this from their homeboys than they would their partner. Which a lot of times they're only looking for sex, and you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. And basically a human teddy bear yeah. because <laughs> I can cry to you, but I can't cry to her, I can't cry to him. Yeah, but yeah. I want his acceptance. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. So they try to tie that to homosexuality. I don't know. Obviously, you're not really homosexual. You're not having sex with a man, yeah. but. It's just like, eh, that's something to look at. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like a lot of us young black men grew up in communities and grew up in households where yeah. we did not have a male figure, Nobody a father. Yeah. Shout out to my daddy. Happy because birthday. you might have you might have grew up most of us grew up with our moms and not our dads. So when we grew up with our moms, we did get that female interaction, but we didn't get male approval. So we deemed male approval on what the older niggas in the neighborhood said. Like you know, what they told you you should and shouldn't do. So therefore, you kind of engage with your friends, your immediate friends, male friends, in the same sense as if you was looking for approval from a father figure, because you kind of raised each other. You get what I'm saying? Like so, if me and bro been together since third grade, here we are, 25 years old now, and shit about to go down. I can't look bad in front of bro. Like, cause if I look bad in front of bro, I'm embarrassing him, not just myself. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like my whole, our whole family structure, our unit or whatever it is, is on the line. Like niggas is warriors at the end of the day. We like, if you trace that shit back, like we, we combative and we, we, 
we want to defend our, our territory and whatnot. And if you play with my my friend or my this or my land or my neighborhood or whatever, it's not just your male friends. You know what I'm saying? Men, guys aren't just like that with their male friends. They like that with their neighborhoods. They like that with their sports teams. They like that with anything that they deem an att- yeah, anything they identify with. You get what I'm saying? Like you kill my brother, bro. I gotta kill you now. Like you know what I mean that type of mentality. And so it's not. I don't hold on. I'm sorry, no, go ahead. but it's. I don't think. I don't deem it like in line with homosexuality. I deem it in line with approval and acceptance and what you consider your family to be. Now, because it's the same. Like for me, I have very close male friends. Not a you know not an abundance of them, but I have very close male friends. I'm blessed with niggas that are educated enough to not put me in certain situations. But I also have very good female friends. You get what I'm saying? And I, I value their opinions as well. And certain things that are a direct reflection of my personality come from women. Mm. You know what I mean? The level of respect I give a woman when I'm out with her or the level of respect I give a woman when I'm dating her or if I'm talking to you, how I, I might not refer to you a certain way is because I got female friends that I, I value so much. So I need that engagement to help shape me. If all your engagement come from men, you're going to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. You're not sensitive to females in, in you know, their right. life or whatever they go through. And vice, vice versa. If you're around women all the time and all you know is women, you may not know how to engage with men. You right. know what I mean? So you need a balance. Like, you know what I'm saying? You need the X and the Y chromosome. You need a balance to understand that. And that's the thing. Men in general, like males, the male right. species is an X and a Y chromosome. You get what I'm saying? So you need male and feminine energy in you to understand how to engage mm, with people in general. That's mm. a good point. You see what I'm saying? So that's that's kind of how that's talk, man. Hey man, this Holy is gospel. Hey, you have now tuned yeah. in to BZ in the gospel. For real. Like, nah, no bullshit. Peace. Like you gotta no, you gotta know how to deal with that type of stuff. Like I, I got female friends, like I've been out with women and I ain't never got no drama. Like that's no real fact. issue or nothing like that. Cause they don't put me in no drama. Mm-hmm. Even know. when I feel like I gotta step up to protect them. They they still say, all right, you done enough. Mm-hmm. Let's go. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They ain't gonna say, oh, you need to do this more. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean? Like you, we good to touch. It's straight. Yeah. We can go. Like you did what you needed to do. We can go. You know what I mean? You need people like that in your life that want to see you. You know what I'm saying? Safe and protected as well. Damn, you speak. You said you said a lot of points. I got they so much to say. Gospel, man. Like, I'm telling you, man. I got it. I was gonna. I was going when you was talking about you know the fatherhood and everything. Recently, because, you know, I've been dealing with my temper and everything like that. Yeah. And I've been asking myself, where did this come from? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And my mama told me, she said, my father, he passed away, unfortunately. Rest in peace to him. Rest in a peace. A couple, couple years ago. He's a severe alcoholic. But I never really, exp- I was always nice to him. Mm-hmm. I was pissed off at my mama for whatever reason. Because I was, you know, just it was an outlash to, just mm-hmm. to her when I was younger growing up. And so she told me to write a letter to him. You know, just write it out. Write it out mm-hmm. how you felt. I wrote that letter out, and I didn't think I was upset. Because she was like, all that anger is coming from your father. When I talk, when I tell y'all I was writing that letter, and maybe 30 seconds into it, I started getting so flamed up mm. and pissed the fuck off. At, it, I was pissed off as if somebody did something to me in that moment. And it's just like so many people, so many black people, so many black women, so many black men, this anger is so pent up. That's where you get the killings. That's where you get the woman beat. You know, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. All this anger is so built up and nobody knows where it comes from. Because a lot of times with the father, you, I don't know if you ever noticed, like when men get back in touch with their father, they're, they're not angry. 
they're right. they're like, oh my father. You know what right. I'm saying? It's a happiness. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times, you know, of course, you feel it, like you getting something that was you've been deprived you of. You've been for so exactly, long. exactly, right. exactly. But then when you start to face, because you're angry cause at you your mama that, though because she disciplined you your whole life. Not exactly, you and you and you looking for a way to outlet you because right. I was even growing up. I was like, why am I so pissed off? Why did I get so pissed off about that? And it was just like after writing that letter, it's like, damn, you you were robbed. Honestly, in essence, you were robbed yeah. of, you know, growing up. Because I felt like, damn, now I got to figure this shit out by myself. I got to figure out how a man should treat a woman. Mm-hmm. I got to figure right. out what not to right. do. Right. I got to figure out, you know what I'm saying? Now mm-hmm. I'm out here by myself and everybody else got this fucking cheat code that yeah. I don't have. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, it's just a lot of, like, And you'll that, see it reflecting your relationships. You'll see it reflecting your, no, seriously. in, in the and way you engage with the opposite yeah. sex or mm-hmm. whatnot. Even the way you value a man might change because you, like, Y'all niggas ain't shit anyway. You and know what I'm saying? Trigger, like, like triggers a certain certain personality triggers right. in certain men. Right. Like I know, like I said, my father was an alcoholic, so he was real weak in a lot of areas. You know, he didn't do shit for us basically. Mm. So when a man is not doing shit, or if I see certain things that I deem weaknesses, I'm like going off. You triggering me. Your whole personality is triggering me mm. because of it's what so I did resolve. Yeah, it's something that I'm afraid yeah. to be around. Exactly. One of those. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. that's something I just didn't get out. I just didn't wasn't be because yeah. I cause I ain't say I cuss her out, but, but a lot of stuff when I was younger, 14, 15, 16, you know, we used to go back to back. Like we used to argue yeah. all fucking day. And I got on my phone, like if my whenever my father called, I'm not like, you told me you was gonna yeah. do this. You should have did that. I'm not feeling it. I'm not talking, but cause it's like whatever um thread of relationship that you can mm-hmm. keep. You gonna you hold on it. to it, right, right. you know what I'm saying? Fact, so right. I'm not gonna try to mess that up. I don't want you to run. Exactly. So I'm not gonna cuss you out for that. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be nice to you because I want you to stay. Yeah, but I'm gonna cuss my mom out for that because I know she ain't going nowhere. Right. So you know what I'm saying? She hit through thick and thin. Exactly. Right. You're so, not. You're fickle. You may leave tomorrow. That if goes, I say I can something. Say, I can say something crazy and you might not call me back. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that goes for that. You see, it, it relates to relationships. Yeah. It's like I'm gonna push you so far to see if you're really here, or I'm gonna cuss you out because I know I'm. I know you're gonna leave. I, just, you know? I feel like we as a, as a species, as a species in general, we seek, we look at the male species, the patriarch of the family to guide us. If you do not have a patriarch in your family, you kind of lack that sense of guidance. Even, and it's not to take away from mothers or the, you know what I'm saying, the matriarch or whatnot. It's just, it's it's just, just that the moms, women, women and mothers are typically nurturing. They're typically forgiving and they're, 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 Jesus like turn the other cheek, you know what I mean? That that mentality. The the male is gonna be the one to tell you don't talk to your mother like that. I don't care if she that. you you yelled at your mom and your mom be like, calm down, sweet don't you know what I mean, whatever. The father shut the fuck, don't talk to your mother like that. You get what I'm saying? Like y'all seen the uh the challenge online where it's like the stepdad or the stepmom challenge or whatever, where it's like the kid all right, so it's a challenge online. See, that's what I'm glad I'm now. Yeah, so, <laughs> so look, it's a, it's a challenge online where the kid and the mom, like the kid and the stepmom are in like they they in on a joke. The father's not. So the father is unknowing the the child talks to the stepmom crazy. Shut the fuck up. Leave me alone. Like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And the cameras on the father's like, that's the challenge to see how the father reacts in those situations. Every situation that I've seen that challenge done in, the father, uh, like, he wake up, he like, what the fuck you just say to her? Like, you get what I'm saying? Because even though you're my child, my blood child, you're not going to speak to my woman like that. You're not going to speak that? to my queen like that. She, Even if you don't feel like she your mom, she the matriarch of this household. Mm-hmm. 
respect her. Respect so the male is, I feel like the male is here to enforce respect. Children are going to deviate from that. You know what I'm saying? They're going to they gonna, they gonna play with it. They're going to see what they, they can and can't the water, do. Man. Right. So the mom is going typically, I ain't saying all moms, but typically a lot of mothers is going to let the child get away with certain things out of love. That a man. Like I carried you or whatever. I don't want to do that. The father like, Nah, if I gotta beat your shit. ass, I beat your ass. And if you take that away, the cat, the child has no discipline. He has no way to control his emotions. Right. He has no way to cope. Right. Because even my mom, my mom used to discipline me, but I didn't deem it discipline. I took that shit as an opportunity to get off easy. You get what I'm saying? Like, which one? Whoop me? All right, cool. Go ahead, whoop my ass. I'm going outside. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So that fear wasn't there. Like, my mom about your height. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So once I got about 13 years old, my mom ain't what you going to do? You, you see what I'm saying? I'm not saying it because I still approach her with the same respect. But in my mind, that fear not there. But my father, thing. being this, mm-hmm. if I'm 13, I'm still looking at you like mm-hmm. a threat. Like, let me not get in trouble. But yeah. I didn't have that. You get what I'm saying? So for those that do have it, typically that male figure is going to enforce the, the rules and the law of the household. But see, that goes to show the balance of everything. Everybody says, oh, what's more important in having a child? The woman holding the baby, the father in his sperm, you know what I'm saying? But it seems yeah, like the mother goes through all of this stuff to have the baby, bring the baby into the world, and she's mm-hmm. going to love the baby and everything. Right. But when the father's absent or the father has, um, you know, a respectable um, mm, presence, presence in the relationship... It's like it makes that it makes so big of a difference, you know what right. I'm saying, and what the child is. So it goes to tell you that you know the woman brings the baby into the the woman brings the life right. into the right. into the world, right. the spirit into the world, and Facts. it's obviously yeah. important. I, but it's just like the father, he's gonna yeah. shape who that person's gonna yeah. be. Yeah, you know. So mm-hmm. it's like take that father out of the household. Now you got a race full of people right. Acting a damn fool. Yeah, and I say that all the time. I, I say, like, you date, like, if you dating and you're in a dating world, if you deal with a male or a female, if they don't have two parents in a household, typically mm-hmm. they don't know how to love. They don't, they've never seen what two they loving never, adults right, do. Right, right, right. You get what I'm saying? Not in the sense of what you can see on television, not in the sense of sexual true. penetration, right. but in the sense of how we run a household. You see what I'm saying? But even with that, a lot of parents don't like to show the actual nitty gritty. They don't like to, you know, tell the child. You know, right. if two but parents household, they run into the room, have an argument, come back out. Right. You know, you don't know how to deal with. Right. But if you, if let's say if you was raised by mom and dad, mm-hmm. you do something, mom might say, when your dad hear about this, you in trouble. So that kind of sets up that dad is the ruling authority Isn't, in this yeah. household. I understand that. So now if you're teaching your child that, whether he, if she's a woman, mm-hmm. if you're raising a girl, she might grow up to say, okay, I'm going to date strong men who are who have authority That's how it should. and who can be yeah. this. Or if you're raising a boy, you raise him to grow up and say, I'm going to be like my dad and I'm going to be the authority. You yeah. get what I'm saying? But if you if you just a woman by yourself trying to raise a boy to do something, it's not it's, it's very difficult. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's very difficult. Or if you're a woman, say you, you're a woman and you're raising a girl and you don't got no male in the household. You might raise her in your eyes to be a strong, independent woman, but that can be detrimental to her work. dating life because it then it's work. like, why would I value a man? My mom ain't had one. It doesn't work. Didn't no man. My mother ain't need him. I don't need you, nigga. And then info. you got these masculine women who are and, tired, yeah. heart problems, heart disease. We got all these I'm here out. And, you are? It's and a lot of, as strong as a male may look physically, emotionally, we're fragile. Yeah. So when we don't feel needed, it's a problem. 
You get what I'm saying? So if you got a household where the woman is like real rejective to the male, you don't do shit. You don't bring nothing to the table. You ain't this, you ain't that. Typically, he going to run. He going to flee because it's making him feel like he's not a man. And that's very difficult for males to endure to because we never was taught to deal with the emotions in the it's first ironic. place. So it's like, shit, well, she don't want me. Like, I don't bring nothing to the table. She don't want me. So he'll leave, go start a whole new family somewhere else. Because this woman makes him feel like he's worth it. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? So that's that's the point I'm trying to make. We If we don't have two two figures in the household, male and a female, or whatever. It's feminine energy and masculine You need energy. them both. Yeah. Both. The, the children balance, need them man. both. Because you need to see your mother love properly. Mm -hmm. If you ain't never seen your mom love properly, you don't know how to be loved properly. Exactly. You get what I'm saying? And if you ain't never seen your dad treat a woman properly, you don't know how to treat a woman properly. You may not figure that shit out till later in life. It takes more time versus like if you like apply it to like a white household when like if you was raised with money, mm -hmm. if you was raised around money with money, by the time you 18, typically, you know what to do with money because you come from it. You was yeah. raised with it. So it's kind of the same thing. Like if you ain't raised with something, you don't know how to deal with it until later. That white girl at work. You remember her? That white girl uh, used to be in the uh, damn. Um, damn. What is it called? Hello? The cafe no. with her. Megan, the white girl. Yeah, yeah I know what you're talking about with the glasses. And, and I was thinking about, damn. Mm -hmm. She was like, what, 22? And she was, oh, my accounting, he comes to lunch, he comes to dinner with us every Sunday. We talk mm -hmm. about money every Sunday. That type All this of shit, you know? You get, and it's yeah. normal for her. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, like, a, it's, a, it's an advantage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not, yeah. just, I'm not gonna say it's unfit. That's it her is unfair. Way but her parents slavery. Like, her folks did it. They gave it to her. Slavery. Like, you know they didn't give it to her. They inherited that from somebody else too. Yeah, but at the end of the day, I, I mean, I, I understand that. I can understand that. That's another conversation. But I, but I do. I feel like slavery don't make you leave your household. Slavery ain't gonna make you flee your family. That's true. You know what I mean? That's still a choice. Like you ain't. Ain't no but nigga I said think, I'm. I'm gonna free my family because of slavery. I think. I think with the government with break the families up though. The don't beginning of it. That's with, a fact. The beginning of it with slavery. Once they take the the father out of the household for the first yeah. time, the woman takes on this masculine right. role. Right. And so the masculinity is and what's going so through. And so easy to leave. You know what I'm it's saying? It's easy so, to leave because exactly. it's, so, it's exactly. expected. Because a woman is masculine, yeah. for one. And you saying that a, woman, a man needs acceptance, a black needs validation. Yeah, a black woman, a lot of black women are, are masculine. And so it's like you saying a, a man needs all of these things. Masculinity doesn't teach you that. Mm -hmm. If I'm a woman who operates, and I am, a woman who operates out of masculinity, it's like... Get this shit done or don't. Go ahead and get the fuck on then. If you're not going to do this, I'll do it by myself. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's not, I don't have that soft, right. oh, babe, I know you tried. Yeah. You know but what I'm saying? But that's what a man it's, wants. Exactly. You I know. That, get that we, shit done. You do shit. that? Bye. Yeah. We, that, that, I, that. But, but it's like, you kind of got to understand the trauma in it, though, because women, black I do. women, I yeah, do. black women have been so programmed to take care of shit. But that trauma like, goes both ways. It, it goes both ways, but it's like, I can understand a lot of women, they beat up on their men about not. Uh, actually, I can't even say. I don't know in my family, I can't tell you one situation where there's a household with a male and a female from start to finish. I don't know any. I can't. I don't I don't have none in my family. Mm -hmm. Like I know a lot of white families <laughs> who might be the, the my peers might be thirty years old and their parents been together the whole time. Yeah. I see that a lot. I don't know any black families like that in my family. I'm sure there's others, but not in my family. So I, because of that, it's weird. But I can tell you one. Yeah, I can tell but one too. If you can only, if you, but still, you only name it one. 
My you know how many families you know? You know what I'm saying? It so it's very yeah. It should be the normal for us. Nah. For us, it's normal. That's the thing. For us, it's normal for broken households. For white people, it's abnormal for broken white households. How many times? Like, look, I literally be shocked. Oh, like, you calling your daddy? Look, you calling your daddy? You got a daddy? Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, 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 what? You calling your daddy? Bad. Oh Hold shit, on, that's a luxury. Hey Fuck, man, you listen, get a daddy. Let me make this clear, man. I got a daddy. Man, I ain't never. This the thing, bro. I'm gonna tell you something right now. In fact, my dad's birthday today. Okay, love so. you. I'm gonna tell y'all something right now. And this some fucked up you shit. You make everybody else feel bad. You did. This one, this, and this is this is the reality. Sprinkle that. This on is there, the reality baby. that we live in. I'm 33 years old. I've never said daddy in my life. I've never said dad in my life. Okay. In my life. Daddy sounds so sexual to me because I ne- I don't know what that's like. Because you freaked out. But at the <laughs> no, same time. No, 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 no. Listen. Hold on. But... The word the word daddy is not normalized in my life. So I don't know. Oh, my daddy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, to me, it's like, because it's so. Right. I agree. Because I, I see young niggas who, who got father figures and they're like, hey, daddy. Like I've seen niggas call like, their father daddy. And like, that's weird to it's me. weird to me because I'm like, what the fuck is that? Daddy? I don't call you calling him daddy? I don't call my dad daddy though. That's you probably don't call, even call him dad. I don't. I call him pop. I mean or that's by his real name. See, see this the thing. This and I'm gonna I'm gonna point this out to you. We don't say daddy, we don't say dad, but we just use the term pop, pops, or whatever like that, because it's easier emotionally. You get what I I'm saying? Said it's easier like emotionally. Younger, but I, I guarantee you, if if you, if you was if you was in a position and in your mind it was dad or pop, pop sounds easier for you to come out. Dad comes with more emotion, bro. Like that's what I'm trying to point out. Like I've never had that where I could be like, hey, dad, because I know that shit emotional. Not to say I don't know my father. I know who he is. You know what I mean? Like we speak from time to time. Like I've been around him. From time to time, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't tell you how many times it ain't been an abundance, but you know what I mean? And and when shit hit the fan for me a couple times, he was there. You know what I mean? My mom would have to reach out and he'd be like, all right, let me do what I could do. Like, you know what I mean? But it was never no comfort to the point where I could be like, hey, dad. Oh, even, yeah. you know what I mean? Dig that. I, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm. That's I used, where my I, anger came from. Yeah, I stayed with him for like six months when I was about 26 or something like that. Maybe. 26 I think or whatever I stayed for him about 6 months I was going through some shit and he let me stay with him and his girlfriend his girlfriend is about my age or whatever like you know what I mean like and I stayed in his basement and our engagements was never a dad like if I hey it was just hey it was a Jerome hey um you think you know what I mean like and that was that because I was never comfortable enough to say that you get what I'm saying and that's what I'm saying a lot of us as young black men have that same experience. Hmm. So it's like, if we share that same experience, it's very difficult for us to know how to run a family, how to operate a family. You get what I'm saying? Like, I, I had a conversation with my brothers. They 24 now, 20, 24, 25 moving? now. <laughs> and, 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 they, and they twins. And I had a conversation with them. And we talked about, you know, like animosity and shit like that towards each other, one another. Like my, my youngest brother, he said to me one day, like, cause he, he been through some shit, you know what I mean? He been through the system and all that. And he said something to me like a couple months ago. He was like, well, I know when we was kids, you and I'm talking about my older sister, y'all probably used to hate us. Cause dad, cause he could say dad, I can't. He was like, cause dad lived in the house with us and our mom. Y'all didn't mm-hmm. have it. So y'all probably harbored animosity towards us. Like thinking we was better than y'all or whatever. And he had to break that shit down to me. He like, 
But the truth of it is, he was some shit to us, and he lived in the house with us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's how it be. Like, he was a wild nigga to us. Like, he used to, like, give us money, but he had a gambling problem. So when he'd come in the room, take our money in the middle of the night and go gamble with it. Shit like that. You get what I'm saying? He'd beat our mom, do wild shit or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Do wild shit like that. And I'm like, damn. Carbon a whole bunch of so different. So I'm thinking, like, uh, it, it woke situation. me up to the point that I'm like, so for so long, I just wanted my mom and my dad in the same household. You had your mom and dad in the same household, and your dad was so detrimental to your mother. Your dad probably put your mom through more than what he put my mom through. Mm-hmm. I, the same father. We share the same father. But he probably caused more damage to your mama than mine. Because mm-hmm. he was there. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it really put, like, woke me up having that conversation with him. Like, damn, bro. Like, it's crazy to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, we went through that type of shit, but... It's just tough, like, trying to, like, navigate through life and know how to treat people when you don't have a male figure or never had the male figure to show you that, how to do it. a lot of the acceptance and everything comes from your father, too. You like, they call, like, they call God um, father. father. It's the source. Like, I was mm-hmm. telling to y'all last time, father is the source. Yeah. So, you get all your acceptance, you all these things. You get that you get Men that and women, male and female, both get the seek male from approval. The that's yeah, a fact. exactly. That's a fact. And that's why everybody's so fucked Black community. I don't know about you know other communities, but, but it's just I ain't fucked up. <laughs> whatever. If my father would have stayed, see the thing is, if my my father was a severe raging alcoholic, so if he would have stayed in the household, like okay, the it time probably he, been the worse. time when he was in the household, he was bringing the worst people around. You know what I'm saying? He mm-hmm. was attracting the worst type of people. He was coming in with emotions of the worst type of people. You know, so it was rage on the household. So it's like. I don't know how would it came like some right. some way I kind of inherited a lot of his personality, but if he would have stayed in the house, I don't know what would have happened to me, my sister, my brother, right. not death or anything right. like that, but my personality yeah. and the shit that I had to go through. Cause, so it's just yeah, because when you get older and you become an adult, you understand it's not just about presence. When you're a child. To you, it's all about presence. Mm-hmm. Why are you not here? You should just be here. Yeah. And it'll be okay. It's not just about nah, that. that shit don't mean You become nothing. an adult, you start to understand it's more than just presence. It's, it's a like, whole lot to it. Right. Like, who are you? What type of individual are you? How, you mean, like, you, your presence might be worse for me. And yeah. I don't even realize that as a kid. You get what I'm saying? You might not be the type of person to even, like, you might have kept yourself away from me because you knew you wasn't the right person to be around. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? But as a kid, I'm looking at that like, oh, you just don't love me or you don't want this or you don't that. But you might have been like, you know what? I'm such a foul ass nigga that I don't need to be around no kid because I'm going to fuck them up. Yeah. Because yeah. he'll fucked up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, my father was raised fucked up. The shit he went through was fucked up. You know what I mean? I, and some of the stuff oh. that we talked about was fucked up. So it's like, I don't know what his thought process was, but maybe to him it was like, shit, I got through it. You'll get through it. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Maybe it's for the best. That's how it went. I my daddy think, left. Hey, that's how it go. That's the that's that's our right. generation. That's See, what we do. Nah, I think my father. Well, the way well, shit. My grandmother and grandfather was together the whole time. Mine too. Till she died. But it was mine too. So, my father. I guess the way he went about it probably was because he was already married, so he didn't want to leave the house. Mm-hmm. But I never. I mean, younger, I did resent my sister a lot. Mm. Because it's like, all right, bitch, I'm here with my mother all the time, and y'all got my dad. Right. I get him when we go play basketball and shit, but you get to mm-hmm. say goodnight to the nigga all the time. Yeah. But as I got older and got closer to him and started talking to him more and all that shit, it was like, 
Yeah. I mean, you here. I still get to get lessons and interactions from you. I just don't get you in my house. But see, that was the thing. In my letter that I was writing, I was really upset that I was like, damn, I don't have no piece of advice. The only advice that my father gave me was if somebody spit on you, you beat their fucking ass. That's the only damn. advice that I got from my father. Like, the only advice. Like, nothing about life, nothing about love, nothing about relationships. And I'm like, oh, what do you think about this? To men, what do you think about this? How should I act with this to other men? Because it's like you're trying to grasp onto any lessons that you can get. Right, and it's right, just right, like, right, right. It's just you a know lot. how fucking scary it is to feel like to be, to be a man and to have daughters and feel like you don't give them enough game to know how to approach life. That shit frightens the fuck out of me. That shit's scary. It, it frightens the like, shit out of me to like feel no like if something happens you, to me too soon. Right. Or if anything happens where I enough. can't, it's like, bro, you got your daughters out here lost, bro. Like, yeah. and and, it, and I'm gonna say it's fucked up to think like that because I don't necessarily feel the same way about my son. Like, I love my son to death, but I feel like the conversations I have with my son are like, I'm like, man, this thing gonna be alright. You know what I'm saying? He knows some shit. Like, that's how I be when feeling. So but when it comes to the girls, it's like. It Bruh, you up. if I I gotta I gotta be on them today thirty five because no, a do. nigga can break them. No, you know That's what I'm saying? Fact. Seriously. That's a fact. Seriously, seriously, because it's so like scares the fuck out of me. It's just because we we love so much. You know what I'm saying? We love yeah. so much and we invest a lot. And so when you invest women a lot and you love so though. much, like, it's women. like you can get taken from. Yeah. Y'all you know what I'm saying? Chances, it's bro. like, yeah, chances. Y'all be taking fucking yeah. leaks on And yeah. then also... You get and, screwed over. And also it's because, again, as a male, you feel like a protector. If you can't... Pro- you, and at the end of the day, you can't protect your daughter from heartbreak. That's you can't. Fact. The shit gonna happen. It's but it's going, scary it's as fuck for you as a male because, one, you feel like you want to equip her for it. Mm-hmm. And if you feel like you didn't, you feel even shittier because then it's like, damn, my daughter going through all this shit. I could have taught her this if I had just been around. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Let me give y'all some more gospel. You can't. It's impossible. It's impossible. You're right. It's fucking impossible. Because I talk to my, my fucking teenage daughter every fucking day. She got a boyfriend. And I can't. It's nothing I could say to say, oh, Not right. when he break your heart, you're going to be like, you Not know what I'm saying? Right, because right, you don't want to sound negative. Because the, then I could it. be, it's like me saying, oh, he's really, he going to break your this heart. This was going to happen. No, you say, should expect no, it. Y'all should say what y'all have to say. Oh, I tell her what and, I'm going to say. No, say what you got to say. And now it's not going to penetrate now when she's 13, 14 years old. Of course not. But when she's 21. Yeah, but. And she has that. It and might she has be a that different broken heart. That okay, but it's going to be a broken heart, but at least she has something to lean back on. At least she has some type of guidance in it. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and then, because yeah, yeah, yeah. even now, like when I'm older now, you know, my mom used to tell me stuff about whatever, and I ain't listened to it. But now I'm like, what you say? Mm-hmm. What you say? You know what I'm saying? So it's right. like. Because you get to a point you, where you want to avoid the conflict now. Like, yeah, how do I get around this? And now this? you get the game. So yeah, it's like, yeah, you, yeah. Keep, you keep I talking. Mean, because that's how, that's how God communicates with you. Mm-hmm. You yeah. say, like, like when you said. Uh, this decision can be life or death. Mm-hmm. It's like, Fact. okay, you you facing a situation and you hear that voice. This situation can be life or death. Mm-hmm. Then that's the voice you start to listen to. Once you start understanding that, mm-hmm. once you once you have somebody to plant the seed, because that's what it is. It's right. a seed. You kind of so, also oh, gotta you gotta situations gotta prove it 
to yeah. you. Like, yeah. my mom said this will happen, and then and it, it did. Happened. So now it I can believe it. Now I can believe it, believe it. That's, yeah. That's, but before that happens, it's like, mom, you don't know what you're talking generation. about. generation, if they don't see it, they don't believe yeah. it. Yeah. You don't know what you're talking about. They ain't going to happen. And then when it happens, like, you was right. I should have listened. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, they growing up in all this chaos. They don't even know yeah. what yeah. regular shit Honestly, I feel like you got to go through that shit, to be honest with you. Even my, like, even with my girls, I like, I know that shit going to happen, but I feel like they got to go through it. Yeah, they must. It's not like, because it's nothing like, Nothing I can say to you is going yeah. to help you get through that. Yeah, you gotta figure that shit right. out. Cause in that, your head, and this in the, your mind, your heart, all that. This the most wildest shit in the world, and it's it's crazy to me because niggas will dog the fuck out of women, but want their daughter to get it right the first day out the gate. Right. Like you don't like I just shitted on bitches for thirty years. But as soon as my daughter get old enough, I gotta screen these niggas. She needs the right, right nigga at sixteen. Like it's right. not gonna happen, bro. It gotta be perfect. It's well, not gonna happen, scary. bro. Like, right. Because you you know like but it it goes to show that niggas are so fucking selfish that you know what you've been doing all this time and you're afraid and you for it to happen stop. to somebody and you, you love. You won't stop doing it, yeah. right? You're afraid for it to happen to somebody you love. It's gonna happen, bro. And when it happens, you just gotta be there for her, help her pick the pieces up and help her move on. Right. But it's only gonna make her stronger. You know what I mean? It's gonna right. make her stronger. She'll move on with life or whatever, and that be that. Like it's a part of life. Like we we I didn't have my heart broken. You know what I mean? Like it happens. We all have it. Like it's not a male thing, it's not a female thing. It That's happens to us all. You will get your heart broken. Like it you know what I mean? It's, it's just natural. Thing. But you gotta learn how to say, okay, cool. Like you gotta learn how to deal with the separation yeah. anxiety, deal with the the uh, the the con- the what is it? The depression and all of that other shit you might go through. You gotta learn how to move on, and you will. You know what I mean? Because we most of us do. And yeah. I like I tell people all the time. Like I'm saying, you know what I mean? You'll meet somebody else, and you'll forget all about that last shit. The hey, next man. shit will make you forget the last shit. Hey, and that's man. all. You just got to you gotta stick around to get to the next shit. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just got to stick around long enough to get you to the next shit. make it through that little lonely yeah. spell, man. You know what I mean? You yeah. Like, and if you smart, yeah. the next one won't get worse. It's going to get Typically, better. Typically, we don't get worse in relationships. We get better. We usually get better. It might take us a long time. We might not find real love till we 30 before we love properly or whatever. 40, whatever, some of us. But at the end of the day, you shouldn't be 25 in this. And then at 30, you in the worst one. Yeah, that's you're moving backwards. That's you should be moving. You should be accelerating in the type of people you date because the, it's experience. And experience starts to teach you, like, look for this sign, look for that sign. That's Don't do that. Backwards. It's like playing a video game. Like if you play a video game, an adventure game, you fall for the first trap. You you get a second life. You don't fall for the first trap again. Right. I know the trap right here. You figured it out. Let me that's jump true. over that. The second trap might get me, but the first one won't ever get me again because I know it's right there. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And you go through that shit life after life till you get to the end of that level and you say, I finally beat it. You might have died five, six times, but when you beat it, you don't never go back to it, right? That's true. That's it. That's all I'm saying. You know, this has been the gospel of 2020. The gospel. 9-11-2020. That's all I'm saying. I'm just saying. We man. gonna change it from over the limit to the nah, gospel. Nah, this, is, this is still over the limit, but this the episode gospel, is B-Z. definitely called the fucking gospel. I swear. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I, I mean, I can give y'all the gospel any day, any day, any time. You know, on Twitter. You know, that's it. Because I don't got no Instagram Things and shit. Are so Let me see that Coca-Cola. But I gotta blur it when I say it because I don't want to get sued. Let me see that. If you want the gospel, you can reach out. And we can get y'all some gospel, man. You know what I mean? Go ahead, it, spread it, that It's gospel. so simple, man. <laughs> but nah, man, it's real life, though. Moral of the story: Stop giving a fuck. 
Easier said than done. I have not gave a fuck for a lot of years. You know, and it's a, I ain't lost yet. You know, it's a good episode when we ain't go off nothing pre determined. We ain't nothing, even man. talk about Tori. I forgot what the fuck we was supposed to talk Make about. Make the stallion Tori Lane. We've been talking about two hours on some. We ain't talking about none that's of that. That's what you need. Y'all black community. people got to pour that heart that's out. That's what you need. Oh, look at uh, Filiama. Mm. Who that? I mean, well, my manager. That's right. I, I, I never understood that. I, I don't she, think she's fine. I, I think she's average, she kind of bland looking. She all right. Don't say that. She look plain. She won't look. Look, <laughs> I tried. Don't talk too much about it. I ain't going to say it. I tried to follow her and she wouldn't. Never mind. I ain't going to say that. Okay. Yeah, shut up. She look plain, though. It's, as long it's, something as about, it's something about that regular that do it. It might just be the regular. It's the right re- because I'm so used to the oversaturated oh, shit. Okay, that I love I some shit like oh, that's, that. That's nice. This like this make me yeah. think Denise Huxtable. Yeah, you get what I'm saying? That's like different. This world. make me yeah. This make me think Gilman like, College. She ain't overdoing it. She just like regular. She just hurt. Nah, nah, no, dead ass though. I that's really, I really, I really right do there. love her because it's like. I like you know, she has she has that personality that's not really approachable, but she cares, 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 cares a lot. Okay, and that's been my that's that, been my chick. Her like looking like that shows me she don't give a fuck with nobody else. Thing. She fine. And I, mean, I love she, that shit. She got yeah. that long hair. I like that she shit. She wears sneakers. Yeah, like do your thing. Casual baby. sneaker, like running shoes. Do your thing, baby. She talk like hey. She don't care. She don't care what people think about her. Yeah, no. She ain't a free that nigga she with though. But anyway. Uh-uh. <laughs> He gotta be a doctor. <laughs> Go ahead, girl. Be that nigga. Go ahead, girl. Go get your trap nigga no, shot. That's my girl, though. Look, get your trap nigga shot. So, oh nah. nah, man. But yeah. that's what I would think she would date. Trap nigga. She look like she like niggas that's living on the edge. I'm proud of her, though. That's yeah, my girl. Man. But in all in all, she definitely told me I couldn't follow you. know what I'm saying? You can't follow me. She said that? Yeah. Damn. She said, like, I'm your manager. You're not my manager. Oh, you tried to. Oh, okay. What well, she was working. Okay, okay. I understand. Yeah, Stay great. No, she worked there, but you know, not just Stay Jordan. fucking peaceful. You know what I'm saying? Stop letting these motherfuckers. He's so thirsty, get to 2K. Go ahead. Stop letting these motherfuckers trigger y'all. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 easier said than done, but it's possible as a motherfucker. Trust me. I do it all the time. It absolutely is. It I is, can. And it's vindicating. Yeah. And it's very, it's very. I'd rather hang up on a motherfucker satisfied. than argue with him any day. How do you get to that point? It's like, satisfying, I man. Need to be like that type bro, of control is it's satisfying. beautiful. You start bragging on that it's shit. It's like, like, man, I don't give a fuck. It's like, this. yeah, it's like you walk around and you know, like, like right. it, you don't you, have that power. You gotta think you. about it like this. And I tell this to my kids: nobody's bigger than me. I'm the biggest thing. You ever heard that? Small thing to a giant. I'm the mm. biggest thing. Ain't nothing yeah. bigger than it's me. A small thing so, to a giant. So if you want this phone and you want to argue, I'm gonna call you mom. Because like ain't nothing bigger than my brain shit. cells getting fucked up over talking to you. Mm. Nah, I'm good. I'm going to call you tomorrow. I ain't going to about none of that shit. I'm going to keep it moving. We straight. And if you want to talk tomorrow, you don't. Hey, it ain't bigger than me. I'm all right. But so you don't think about, okay, so if a girl tell you, you know, y'all argue or whatever. I'm going to call you tomorrow. Okay, you call us tomorrow. But what if she's like, okay, whatever. We ain't got to talk no more ever again. Then it ain't me. Have a great day. So you don't feel nervous about her finding another man? No, be blessed. I hope you I find tell, one. I, tell, I hope you find one that you don't got to argue with. I tell women all the time, like, the worst thing you can do to a nigga is ignore him. When you ignore a nigga, you take the power from him. You take the importance from him. Yeah. Like, girls always like, oh, what should I do? He treat me like this. He talk to me like anything. I'm like, Stop talking him. to him. The moment you cut this nigga off and ignore him. He going to figure it out. He going to be like, why she not chasing me no more? You get what I'm saying? Because, again, we get that. 
ego boost out of you wanting us and us like, oh, whatever. Yeah. You ain't as good. You ain't. It's whatever. only you two ways. You know that's the, been my problem. Not yeah, for real. It's only two ways. Like, all that. I'm the one, not you. Yeah. When you feel like you the one and not them, they are not. You can't. I guess the thing is for me, it's like. Why? Okay, yeah, I know I'm a prize, but he's a prize too. So it's like no. Okay, I can't treat. Hold him on, you think that or he thinks? I that? think that too. No. I think that. No, you the prize you in your head. He the prize in his head. No, and y'all come together. You should never think that. Mm. If you do it that way, you always overthinking mm. yourself. Listen, mm. listen. I'm gonna just give you advice. Like Talk I would to me give, like, like a daughter, cause I need to. Like know. I would give my own anybody I care about. A nigga is not the prize. Why? Because we're not. We're not oh, made to man. be the prize. We wasn't made to be okay? the prize. We, like, we're not we the prize. We're not made to be the prize. the prize. You understand? Know uh, listen, listen. All right, so let's say, all right, you play sports, right? Let's mm-hmm. say you play sports. Mm-hmm. What's your prize? You're winning the trophy, right? Mm-hmm. You take care of the trophy. The trophy don't take care of you, right? Mm. You you show the trophy you off. the motherfucking trophy. The tro- you the trophy makes you look you good. You hold the trophy, up show the the trophy off, like right? Shit, it's the same thing. Like if you look at a man like a prize, then you look at a man like a responsibility. Mm. You see what I'm saying? If you my prize, you my responsibility. Twice. Like You're no, a man is not your responsibility. You become his responsibility. If he deems you worthy enough, some niggas be like, you ain't the one. If a nigga don't treat you like a responsibility, he don't value you that way. But that's the problem. Women will Welcome value a nigga like he, this great so thing. So how should we treat a man? Should we treat him like we don't care? No, no, I don't ever do that. Like- you, should, you should treat a man. How can I, how can I word it? <sighs> you should treat a man like a fan, in a sense. Be nice, mm. be polite, I don't know if I like be that. casual, like, you know what I mean? Be, be good to him, but the moment he's not doing what you need him to do, let him go. But am I doing what he needs me to do? Such as? Like, if we're in a relationship and obviously men need, okay, if his love language is quality time or, like, words of affirmation. Every time we do something, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's cool. You can do all that. That's fine. You can do all that. Really? Can, yeah, if you want to do all that, that's but cool. If it's, if it's, I don't know if too many niggas that even me, understand love language. Yeah, but I know, but he obviously, if okay, even if he didn't know what it was, and I know that he's a guy who likes to have, you know, words of affirmation and everything yeah. like that, and he does something for me, I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. Versus me, like, thank you. You know what I'm saying? Because that's kind of low level. This is the thing. This is the thing. If a man is doing for you what you need him to do and what you want from a man, mm-hmm. then what you do for him will come natural. It will be reciprocated. Like look for it. it. Yeah, it will be reciprocated out of appreciation. Oh, you treat hey. men. Women should treat men good out of appreciation. Okay. For what a man does. Oh, so I don't just. Put that in my notes. I'm. Let's. Give me your notes. Wait, don't talk no more. No, wait, 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 wait. I'm just saying. Don't talk no more. I gotta put that in my notes. Listen, God. I got to wait. Stop, 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 stop. God. You can't say no more juice like that. God, oh, man, goodness. hey man, listen, man. To y'all tuned in, this is this is <laughs> to whoever's tuned in. Listen to this, man. Listen, this is gems R us. I'm telling yes. you, because we you know had I'm a drop out. Come on, listen. this is why I need to come here today. We we don't don't listen, you don't, women, women, <laughs> ladies, ladies. It may sound fucked up. I'm gonna put you down, but you don't treat a man good because he's a man. You treat a man good out of appreciation for what he's doing. If a nigga ain't doing something for you to appreciate, because again, you don't want to have to fake it. 
So if he doing what he supposed to be doing, it's gonna be natural. You're naturally gonna show appreciation. Your man bought you this, or he took you there, or he made sure this was straight, or you didn't have to do this when you got home. Instantly, like you, we all men hear it, men hear it all the time. Like, man, you did what? Or oh, that just made me wet, or whatever. Like you will hear that kind of shit from a woman because you did something that she didn't have to ask you to do. The number one thing you can do for a female is something she ain't got to ask you to do. You get what I'm saying? Whether she asks for it or she wanted it or she don't, just pick something and do it. If you pick something and do it, something in her going to tap into that appreciation. And her appreciation as a woman is going to be like, I want to get myself to this nigga. You know what I mean? I'm going to do this for him. I'm going to do that for him or whatever. And You're going to want to do it. So, She's going to want to do it. From what I noticed, it's not so much material things. Okay, man, do something for me. It's like, how can I show him that I appreciate him? Nobody what can I shit. say to right. make him feel good right. about himself? Naturally, she's going to want to submit to you. It's if you're good submission. to a woman, she's going to want to submit to you. How you do become I so important. Then you start Googling that shit. How right. do I submit to a man? Right. What can I get this nigga to show him I appreciate exactly. him? Exactly. You're going to get the best ass exactly. you ever had. Exactly. You're going to get the best neck you bro, ever had. I point. promise you. Because you tapped into her appreciation. Twice. That's twice, bro. What? That's twice. What? The last episode in the day. Today? And today's episode and, and what we talking about. That's fucking twice, what? bro. Twice. What happened? That's Twice. What happened? Today's the first, the eleventh, right? Yeah. One. What's one? Knowledge. No. Oh, twice, my numbers bro. are eleven That's, too. Like, tapping into them twice, bro. Yeah. The last it's time right we there. were talking about. What the last time we were talking about? Building the blessings. story, correct? And look at the time. Yep. We was talking about building the story. Yep. Crazy. Look, look right here at the time. Nine eleven. Nine eleven. Same, bro. And that's the date. Yep. Yeah, you right. So yeah, that's. I mean, I we ain't saying not. this for no reason, man. Like, but that's the thing. <laughs> that's for, a good point. Though. Any woman that value my opinion, because I got a lot of female friends that tune in and listen to us or whatever to hear me talk Reach about shit. Hey y'all. I just want y'all to know when we you dealing with a nigga, shit. when you dealing with a man, you don't act off of him being a man. You act off of what you appreciate. If he ain't doing nothing, then you ain't doing nothing. A lot you of times, women try to women try to do things to keep a man because it's like, if I'm this way, he won't leave me. Right. It's the abandonment of it. Or so it's guess like, where that goes. Where? The poor fucking agreement. Mm. Yeah. Or, or women will do things to try to entice a man to do, to do something else. Right. Yeah. Don't, That's you where don't, her value don't, is. Yeah. As a woman, you shouldn't have to act for him to feel like, all right, let me do something. Mm. Let me do something to make this nigga wake that. up and do something for me. No, it do don't that. move like that. It should, it's supposed to move the opposite way. And any nigga that tell you different or say, oh, I'm tripping or this nigga touch wild. If he got a daughter, I promise you he going to teach his daughter the same thing. So I what is down, it about a woman? My that kid ain't never got to ask me to, to take care of him. The way she loves. That's the way she, responsibility. Listen, men are simple. So, I mean, in the beginning, it's the way you look. If you look a certain way, um, if I value the way you look and then I have a conversation with you and I value the way you think and now you become a valuable person to me, I'm going to do shit because that's all I know how to do. But what's in the value of that? Um, like, okay, the way she thinks. Okay, what's the value in that? It depends on what you're getting out of it. Yeah, all right, let's say I'm used to just smashing girls. Mm-hmm. Smash and go. Blah, blah, blah. Then I have a conversation with a chick and she say some shit to me that teach me something. Like, I value women that teach me shit. That's if a, a woman teach me something I ain't know, I kind of feel like, all right, I need to talk to her again. That kind of makes me clingy. So, I love to learn shit from women. So, if you can teach me yeah. something I ain't know, that's For one. Two. Because I was thinking, I told y'all this motherfucking last time. Y'all act like it wasn't fucking enough. I said, I have a lot of conversation and intuitiveness. I have a lot of, you know, insightfulness that mm-hmm. I can give to a man. Y'all say, 
conversation. That's all you can give. That that conversation. Okay, that's not all that yeah. I can give. But I really feel like that's a big part Listen, of my personality. As a man, I'm gonna tell you. Damn. As, as a man, break it. My bad. Break it down. As a man, I'm gonna tell y'all this. <laughs> you trying? You can give me some great conversation. I ain't know right. This is the thing. It's it's this shit is com- oh, It's like it's like combo <laughs> meals. You know what I'm saying? Like I want the good conversation, but I want the great head too. If you give me one of the <laughs> other, if you give me one of the other, I'm probably not gonna keep you. Yes, I need, baby. I need combinations. I need like the chicken strips. I need the fries. Right? Yeah. Let me know that drink. you give great head. Large. That's awesome. But let me know that we can have a good conversation because I, I don't, I ain't gonna want the head every Large. day. Sometimes I want to talk. Then let me know that you're driven and you got goals and shit you want to accomplish. No so it's just, it's a cycle. Like you gotta, you gotta want multiple things, and it's just like, who that dead old? Oh look. Oh. oh. Oh, with the gems all night. I've been with dropping the them all night. Gospel. Baby. All night. Gospel, you're Woo! Right. I came to the right Keep place. Going. Look, I'm glad I, t- I, uh, I clocked in tonight. Yeah. Yeah, man. So that's all I'm saying. We just got to have, <laughs> we got to have that understanding. You know what I mean? Like, you just. It's a balance. Women, again, move off appreciation. Don't move. If, your mountain don't move for no other reason. If, if you ain't, if a nigga don't appreciate you, don't move. Don't move for mm. a nigga that's not doing shit that makes you feel appreciated. Because when you feel appreciated, you will do things to show appreciation. Okay, so that should be in his nature. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And you again, cannot it's not expect for every woman. any man or woman to be who they are not. Yeah. You can't. It's that's what I'm saying. You can't Some look for possibilities. That's mm-hmm. a fact. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Some I people be the motherfucking worst. Right, I might have thought I might have dogged thirty bitches, and then I get around you, and I'm scared to say the word bitch because I just value you differently. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, and, and it's no, there's no method to that. That's just chemistry. That's you know I mean, that's, that's like that's science. Right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's pheromones and testosterone and estrogen and all that shit get the yeah, mix in, and you just mean right more there. to me than anybody else meant. And I know it when I know it, and when I know it, I'll show you I know it. But if a nigga not showing you. That you special and you don't feel like he treats you like you special, then you're not special. He's not gonna learn to treat you special. That's not gonna happen. A nigga just gonna do it because it feels natural to him. But at the same time, ladies, I'll let you know this. Some niggas are crazy. I'm not a nigga. Some dudes, some men, they're crazy. That's a and fact. the natural instinct of whatever issues that they have going on is to cling on to you. And so it's like, do we if, need you? Not, not even that. It's just like, I want to do this for you because I'm clingy and I don't want you to leave me. And that's where you get that. If I can't have you, no one else can have you type mm-hmm. of mentality. And that's yeah. where you get abuse from. So a lot of times this love bombing is what they call. Love it's what it's bomb. called. Love bombing. But you've been that come from a place of insecurity. Yeah. It comes from a place of insecurity. That's very insecure. It comes from mommy issues, daddy issues, all of that. So it's kind of like, you got to have a, you got to have an eye on that too. That's fair. It's like, like I'm trying to lead you with fear. Like, yeah. 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 But to us, like in a, initially, once we, st- once we, you know, get used to it, we like, okay, this is something that's not yeah, some normal. Women, some women actually look at that like love, like that's love. Cause nah. they might be what they used to. Cause to me, you do too much and too early. I'm scared. That's why you need a father. Because if you don't know that this is not love, then you don't know that to to flee when you see that kind yeah, of shit. Yeah, exactly. That's a fact. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like so, I, I know some women have been in multiple domestic and keep relationships them up where the violence was. And that it's like, damn, that's like, your type. I mean? Like, I, but that's to them, that the, the nigga love me. He loved yeah. me that much that he whooped my ass. Like how? Oh, like, what does that? How? Mean? What sense do that make? 
I mean, it makes sense to them. But I ain't never beat nobody ass out of love. Like, I love you so much. Like, uh, I've never because done that. it comes to that. Cause, I'm going to love you because I love you and I'm going to hurt you. Love don't make you that. Sense. Love, love uh, Men are naturally aggressive. We're naturally, like, we, we run with a lot of testosterone. Love makes us feminine to some extent. Love mm. brings out a difference out of us. Mm. Love for, for a man... Love does not make you more masculine. Love does not yeah. make you more aggressive. Love makes yeah. you more How? feminine in, in reality. How does it make you more masculine? It don't. It don't. It makes it was you more impossible. You tap into it. Have a daughter. Have a daughter and see what that shit do to you. you As a like man, this, man. You be the toughest nigga in the world. You have a daughter. You get the Google Gaga, my baby, this, that. She can do whatever she want. Like, that's the, that's the nature that love does to a man. That emotion uh. to a man brings out a feminine or more nurturing side. So if you were a man and he's not nurturing and all, and he tell you he love you so he beating your ass, no, that's infatuation. You see what I'm saying? That's that obsession. That has obsession. nothing to do with love. At all. No, because a I man promise. will tell you he love you and he's it's obsessing. And obsessing. Your ass. He's watching it's every type of move yeah. that you make yeah. and it's uh, like, Lord. And he don't feel like he deserve love. Yeah, that man don't feel like he deserves love. Because if, if he did, he, he wouldn't have to watch you. And so that's close. what exactly. you get. That's when you get, I did this for you, I did this for you, and I did this for you. And this is how you act. That's how he that's what he says. When you mm-hmm. know when, when a man is doing something for your love versus it being at a genuine place of his love, that's when you get all the love. Ooh. Ooh. Hey. Ooh. Hey. Did I hit the right shot? Did I hit the right shot? Ah. Exactly. Like, that's like you said, if a nigga doing it for love, it's not that genuine. Because yeah. he that's his insecurity. Yeah. If he's doing it out of love, then he meant to do it. Whatever, however you respond is right. how you respond. But I wanted to do this for right. you. Mm-hmm. I didn't buy you this because I want you to love me back. I bought you this because I love you. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, exactly. I had, I had mm-hmm. a, a friend who thought that shit was cool. Like getting whooped. She, I don't, I don't Let's think she thought. Let's break this out. I'm ready to go not, out. Not even yeah, th- yeah. that she thought it was cool. She just like accepted this shit. Like, bro, you calling me, and and when you say it, my natural reaction is, what you want me to do? Right, you want me to beat this nigga the fuck up? Beat him. He's It's gonna be okay. And then you like, all right, well, I'm sick of this. Blah blah blah. And then next week you call me with the same shit. Same shit. Like, look here, bro. Like, stop telling. Either you finna get in. Or stop fucking talking about it. Yeah, don't tell yeah. me about it. Because like, stop talking about it because I'm gonna keep telling you the same thing. Right, and that's the thing. If you you gonna make you gonna make people that care about you push it away. They gonna they gonna they don't want to hear that. They push shit. it away. They gonna want to do something. Exactly, and then when you, you tell keep your doing brothers, it, your uncles, your fathers, too. whoever, your friend, even your girlfriends. Yeah, if what they you love want you that much, do? and you telling them that something going, you want you want they me to push up? do something, and then you keep telling them no. They gonna get to a point where they look at it like, well, you fine. fine. Yeah, you like you cool school. with it. So what the fuck That's I'm gonna say? Right. So what I'm supposed to do? Exactly. Because you know I was right. like, because I I'm like, if I whip the nigga ass and then and he then tell you, you stop talking to me, you gonna stop talking to me because I whipped exactly. his ass. Exactly. No, I love him that much. Y'all yeah, watch P Valley? Yeah. I, I don't watch that it. shit. But I watched the last episode with Slope where the bitch pulled the gun on the nigga yeah. for beating up the white boy. Wait, 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 wait! Don't tell too much. That was my bad. Wait. Spoiler alert. Man, that shit been out Some for of two us weeks. don't have stars. But anyway, <laughs> that shit been out for two weeks. What's the name of that place called? Privilege. Privilege. Yeah. Come on, man. Wrap it up, oh, B. Right, yeah. Close uh, this out. We scored 100 points today. This is a 100 point game, I promise you. Did it? I'm telling you. We about to go drink. I done put up so many yeah. shots in the big I'm not going to drink. Hey, man. I want. I'm going to drink. I need us. 
man. I'm, I'm say it over here. Well, I need us to bring a guest on the air, man, because we need to. We gotta. We gotta grow. So we growing, but we are gonna continue to grow. And I appreciate anybody tuned in. Busy knowledge. What's today's mathematics? Knowledge. I want some more. <laughs> I want some more women, so I can talk to women. And yeah, mathematics is hitting different. It's, it's hitting yeah. different on these episodes. I promise. Man, man, oh God, yeah, this is good. Niggas came back woke. The shit coming out now. I six months incubation is what we've been on. Yeah, I got a lot of shit. To I got tell some y'all. shit to say. Over the limit Read episode the seventeen. Was it seventeen? Seventeen. Over the limit episode seventeen. We closing out, man. Tune in yes, next week. We out, sir. We out.